Torino here from the starting block. On behalf of the block, we just wanted to let you all know that we're all in this together. Well, except if you have coronavirus, then stay the fuck away. But in every other situation, we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines, those of you turning a footstool, a walk, and a pitchfork into a home gym, those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your maths teacher with of, when the fuck are we ever going to need to know this in the real world, is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we're all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday nights Australian time, at dlive.tv slash the starting block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now? No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Let's go! Thank you for joining us on on this Friday night edition. It's time to do this shit. It's time to roll. It's happening. We're doing it tonight here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Take It In The Ass Week here on the Daily Boogie podcast. And tonight, one lucky asshole will be the recipient of a genuine, authentic, one-of-a-kind, made-in-America glass butt plug. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. Welcome to the Butt Plug Awards. It's been a hell of a week. Holy shit. Thank you for the Diamond Brave figure. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, please share the show out if you can. If you don't want to, that's okay, too, I guess. You don't have to. That's fine. Not a problem. Um, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, don't tense up. Exactly, Hillbilly Harry. <laughs> Do not tense up. And what a perfect seat. See, sometimes the universe just smiles on you. And if you're if you're a very narcissistic, selfish, sociopathic person, and you pronounce this week to be taking it in the ass week, and then this week happens, it's like, wow, that's perfect. <laughs> JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Our brother, our bromo sapien, our bromo sexual, JJ Stoner. Give JJ a follow on DLive. He's doing tremendous stuff. DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner at noon. Monday through Fridays. Today was didn't do nothing. I woke up like in the middle of the night, like, uh, you know, fucking drool all over my face. I picked up the phone. It was like, oh, three in the morning. Okay. JJ's on. Hey, share out, JJ. Hey, go, man. And then I just like, I was asleep again in five minutes. <laughs> but I will watch the replay later on today when I'm grilling up a storm. But of course, first, 
we have to give away a genuine, authentic, one-of-a-kind, made-in-America glass daily boogie butt plug. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why we're all here. That's why we're all here in the rear to take it and taking it in the ass. Wait, come on now. I'm fucking feeling good. I'm I'm severely underprepared for tonight's show. Oh. Because my alarm didn't go off. I woke up late. I've been scrambling around. But I feel like we've got everything under control. We're ready to go. Oh, We're ready to do so. Oh, look at this. I'm rambling again. Why sense it says, of course, it had to be done. Happy Boogie Butt Plug Friday, y'all. I, <laughs> Eddie Murphy Boogie. For some reason, my alert didn't show up. Hang on. Let me see if I can do it again. Because that should have shown up. Let's let's do, let's try that again. For some reason, Streamlabs doesn't like me today. Of course, because we're taking it in the ass this week. Oh, look at me. There we go. I'm rambling again. Of course, this had to be done. Happy boogie butt plug Friday, yo. Happy boot plug. <laughs> Happy boogie butt plug Friday. <laughs> Come on, why isn't the thing playing? Let's go. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted uh, resub. But that's nasty, man. What you talking about? There we go. People's butt. You out your mind or something? You go to jail for doing something like that. Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down. Open your eyes and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt. Put a bubble bee in your butt. Put a clock in your butt. Put a big rock in your butt. Say, put some fleas in your butt. Ring the bell Little boogie in your butt, your butt, your butt. Cheese, man. Good luck, everyone. Winning TV. Thank you for the gifted sub. Okay, so I'll quickly get through my spiel. Uh, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, of course, uh, Static Void in the chat says, let me guess, I'm banned here too. No, Static Void, um, I've got good news for you. You're not that important. <laughs> I don't ban anyone. I don't block people. But I, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't thought about you. So you know, you're not that important. You're not that high up on the totem pole. So you're, you're safe. You're safe to fucking annoy people. <laughs> All right, let's do this. And of course, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, then you can do so by following me at Boogie Bumper. Let's do this. Enough foreplay, I hear you say. Enough foreplay. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to get to the point. Let me load up my Eastern European, my Eastern European, um porno club music here for you here we go yeah <laughs> I want you I want you to imagine that you're in a seedy part of a red light district in Estonia or something and you've just wandered into this smoke filled club where um, ugly rush ugly Russian women are now working the pole right and for the good for the solid price of like three dollars American you can win yourself an authentic, one-of-a-kind, genuine, American-made Daily Boogie glass butt plug. So let's do this. As usual, all the names are up on the wheel. Good luck, everyone. It's a totally random process. I'm not smart enough to program this. Last one standing gets a plug. Everybody's name is up on the wheel who entered. And as we go around, the, as we go around, each time the wheel lands on a name, that name will come off the wheel. And the last person standing, the last name on the wheel, will be the winner of the butt plug to end, to celebrate, take it in the ass week here on the Daily Boogie Podcast. Are we ready to go? Are we ready to do this? Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> the first spin, ladies and gentlemen, nobody wants to be the first name off the list. But somebody has to be. 
So let's go. Let's do it. And around we go. We're rolling. Let's do this. There's 27 names up on the list. We're slowing down. We're slowing down. We're slowing down. Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Beard of Truth. <laughs> oh, that was one click. <laughs> He's going to be super pissed because Mr. Beard of Truth after the last draw. <laughs> no, you're not on the list. Teddy Spaghetti decided he opted out of this competition. I guess he decided he didn't want to be a part of it. He's already got himself a dildo, so he was like, you know what? I'm stepping away. I'm letting one of the kids come through. Mr. Beard of Truth after the last <laughs> after the last competition said it was rigged. This is bullshit. <laughs> He's going to be super pissed now. Oh, dear. So, farewell, Mr. Beard of Truth. Um, just for those who do notice as well, Amberlina is on the wheel twice, but there's a reason for that. She's owed that because she nominated in the last giveaway, and I, I must have missed her name, and I didn't put her on the list. So, that was unfair. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond says, there seems to be a theme with these prizes, you don't say. <laughs> yes, Nightwave is on it. So Amberlina is on there twice. I offered to pay for like a shirt or something, a Daily Boogie shirt. She didn't want that. I said, okay, we'll put you on the list twice then for the next giveaway. How about that? No problem. So we, we, if, if there's some kind of error, we will always seek to redress it with our boogers here on the show. Let's go. A long way to go. Slowing down, slowing down. Uh-oh. Oh, no! <coughs> Nightwave Radio, gone. Second one out. In the last competition, he was... So we've had two of the guys who were in the last four in the last giveaway. Now the two, the first two out. Holy shit. That will keep many people in the audience happy, though, because if Mersh wins anything, a lot of people get really upset. <laughs> so let's carry on. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. It looks like it's going to be Scott Vogler, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Scott. Thank you for playing. Thank you for being part of it. And as we get as we get through the names, the wedges obviously get bigger. Who's going to be next? Oh, no, no. Not Irrational Times. Ah. Oh, look at me. Thanks to Kitty for this suggestion. Ha 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 ha. Thank you for the dono, said What what have you got for us? What have you played for us? What have we got here? Said what what in the butt. I said what what in the butt. I said what what in the butt. You wanna do it in my butt? In my butt? You wanna do it in my butt? In my butt? You wanna do it in my butt? In my butt. Let's do it in the butt. Okay. It seems appropriate. Come to me. Nice. It's appropriate. I'll allow it. I'll tell you what. I'll allow it. Irrational times. No good. He's gone. Farewell, Irrational times. Let's keep rolling here. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Oh, 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 oh. 
Coffee Talk with Sandra. Follow Coffee Talk on San- with Sandra, by the way, on DLive. She had Mr. America, the Beard of Truth on uh, just today, as a matter of fact. So uh, now Coffee Talk with Sandra and Mr. America, the Beard of Truth, can talk about how they were rigged out of winning a daily boogie, boogie butt plug on the next time they get together and have a chat. They can have a good old cry session together. <laughs> Sorry, Coffee Talk with Sandra. You're out of there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't control the wheel. The wheel has a mind of its own. Let's keep going. Woodchip TV with a diamond. The butt music messed up my last diamond. Lol, but oh, apologies. Thank you for the couple of diamonds, Woodchip TV. Oh, oh. Constitution Alley. You remember Constitution Alley was down to the final two in the glass dildo giveaway. Not so lucky this time. Constitution Alley, you're out of there. Apologies, let's keep rolling. I think we're down to like the top 20 now. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Oh no, oh no! Why censored? Gone! (laughs) Oh no! Gives a couple of donations to the show and then gets eliminated. See, you see, you can't buy your way to a victory here. So, although I'm sad that why Censored has been knocked out after giving a couple of donations to the show, it's it's a it's a sacrifice because it proves to everyone else that you can't pay your way to a glass butt plug here on the show. <laughs> she says, "Thank God." <laughs> Let's keep rolling. Oh, it's slowing down. Oh, no, not Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Is Joy of Pessy going to be on tonight? He's back at work, so I don't know if he's still doing Friday nights, but definitely follow Joy of Pessy for Saturday night, midnight at Saturday nights. DLive.tv slash Joy of Pessy for the midnight riff party, ladies and gentlemen. Always a good time. A great guy. I've been on his show a few times, and it's always a fucking blast to be on the show with Joy of Pessy. So give Joy of Pessy a follow. Always good stuff. Always a lot of laughs. Let's keep going. Here we go, here we go. The the wheel is brutal. Oh, Jenny B's gone. So sorry for that, Jenny B. We've lost another one. Let's keep rolling here. And the wheel stops on Desert Cat, ladies and gentlemen. Desert Cat, you're out of there. (sighs) (sighs) Starting. If if you're still on the wheel now, you're like, okay, this is starting. This is starting to get interesting now. See, if you're on the wheel and you're one of the first few out, then it's a completely different environment for you. It's a completely different feel. But if the longer you stay on the wheel, the more tense you get, the more your asshole puckers. Adonis Paul is going to be tonight on the Joy of Pessy program. That's beautiful. I'll be tuning in. Love myself some AP. Let's roll. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? It's slowing down. It's slowing down. Oh, no. 
fascist hippie, ladies and gentlemen. The fascist hippie is out of there. You can have the drug, drugs and rock and roll, but no sex for you tonight, sir. Fascist hippie is gone. Let's keep going. Steph, <clears throat> friend of the show, supporter of the show, promoter of the show on Facebook and other platforms that I would never go on. Stefan Sears, a.k.a. you set myself flaccid. Unfortunately, no butt plug for you today, sir. Terrible shame, that. But now you can see the wheel. Now the wheel is starting to take shape. It's starting to take form. Now we have some very big wedges on there. Those remaining are starting to get excited, I think. Let's roll. Slowing down, slowing down. Oh, no, not winning TV. It's winning TV's gone. Winning TV's gone, but Doc Martin remains, <laughs> which will be a very interesting conversation tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Winning TV, dlive.tv slash winning TV. Our good friend, Phil D'Angelo. Let's roll. Coming around, coming around, coming around. It looks like one of the Ambelinas is going to be out of there. So one of Ambelina's lives. That's, you know what? That's pretty good because she's gone a long way with two two names on the wedge. I can just see it already. If Ambelina ends up winning this thing, people are going to be crying foul. She had two goes. She had two goes. I've explained why. Unless, of course, she's the very next name to come off and two of them go back to back. But we'll see. We don't know. The wheel is savage like that. The wheel is brutal like that. You never know which direction the wheel is going to take. So let's keep going. People are still... Let's see who we've still got. Hillbilly Harry, Coherent Nonsense, Follow Q, Iceman, UK Neil, SoCal Chris is still there, Andrew Jackson, Doc Martin, Major Tom is still in it, Woodchip TV, Monica, Amberlina, Gypsy, and Coherent Nonsense, and someone else that I can't read, but... All right, let's roll. Kitty B is still on the list as well. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. No! Ah, <clears throat> oh, Woodchip TV. The dropper of ninjets, ladies and gentlemen. Woodchip TV is gone. Now we're really getting into the business end of the competition. Slowing down. Oh! So close. Unfortunately, Alfita Zen, Andrew Jackson. Better luck next time. A couple of top 10 performances from Andrew Jackson, though. Oh, that was close. When it just rolls over, like it when it just ticks over like that. Tick. Oh, so close. Yeah, exactly. Uh, someone in the chat said, you can hear Boogie's heartbreak with each elimination. I want everybody to win a glass dildo. But then, of course, if everybody wins a glass dildo, then it's not really a contest, unfortunately. <coughs> so, you know, there's got to be one. There can only be one winner. Uh, we're not even... Oh, sorry, glass dildo. Glass butt plug. Glass dildo was a couple of weeks ago. This is the glass butt plug. Only one person can win the glass butt plug.
computer. Oh, see, the wall, the, the wheel is cruel. The wheel is a cruel and bitter and twisted mistress. Oh, no. Amberlina with two chances on the wheel. We say goodbye to Amberlina. Oh, that's terrible. Only one can wield it. <laughs> exactly. Who have we got left? Major Tom, Gypsy, Monica, uh, Hillbilly Harry, SoCal Chris, Scorn, Follow Q, Iceman, UK Neil, Kitty B, Doc Martin. There's a lot of names left on this list. Let's keep going. Coherent Nonsense is still on there. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. It's going to be... Oh, Major Tom. Major Tom. Salute. Press F in the chat for Major Tom. It's never good when a major... When a major says goodbye, <laughs> unfortunately. Play the trumpets. Shoot the cannons. Major Tom is out of there. He's out of the game. Let's go. Who will be the chosen one? The wheel is slowing. It's slowing. It's slowing. Oh, no, no. <clears throat> Gypsy, one of the OG listeners to this broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Where did you steal the butt plug, Gypsy? You must have stolen the butt plug, Gypsy, because you didn't win the butt plug, Gypsy. Horrifying. Oh, it's it's getting tense now, isn't it? It's getting tense. I can I can hear assholes puckering in the audience. In anticipation for the glass daily boogie butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Those wedges are looking big now. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Oh! One click. We've had so many of these one clickers. Monica, unfortunately, another OG listener. Monica says goodbye. No butt plug for Monica. Ooh, it's getting tense in here. It's, get, it's getting hot in here. My heart rate is going up. The temperature is going up. The tension, you can cut the air with a knife. It's so tense in here. Let's roll. Slowing down. Oh, no! <clears throat> Doc Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Doc Martin. Our southern bell. The southern bell of the ball. Well, unfortunately for you, Doc, you ain't gonna have a little fun in your prison pocket this weekend. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so I'm so darn apologetic for you. But that's okay. You're a sweetie. Doc Martin, she's out of there. And now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight names remaining. Eight names remaining. Let's go. Thank you for the diamond, Major Tommy. He says, it's okay, I still love you. Smens, smens all the way, baby. Scorned, no! Scorn. <laughs> gypsy with a diamond. Butt plugs for everyone. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? <laughs> Scorned will be very upset because Scorned was one of the first people in. Like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> so unfortunately, Scorn... Says goodbye. We're down to the last seven, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Robbie don't care. Good to see you again. 
Thank you for the diamond. Says incoming diamond shower. Well, you're going to need a shower after you get the butt plug. I think that's generally the way it works. You'll need to clean yourself off. The eventual winner. <laughs> and we're really getting into the business end of the competition right now. Let's go. Seven left. Look how big those wedges are. It's almost impossible not to land on your name. Here we go. Slowing down. Slowing down. Slowing down. Oh, is it going to tick over? Is it going to tick over? Oh! Hillbilly Harry. Unfortunately, Hillbilly Harry is gone. And we are down to the top six. Follow Q, Coherent Nonsense, Kitty B, SoCal Chris, UK Neil, and the Iceman Rusty in the audience who doesn't even want the butt plug. <laughs> he may get it. <laughs> oh, let's see how we go. getting very interesting now just six remaining six remaining who's going to be the next one to drop out it looks like it's going to be oh! <laughs> did you see that that was on the line that was on the line rusty so long rusty unfortunately no butt plug for rusty he, he it's, we're like Rusty's very lucky. He doesn't win the thing that he doesn't want to win. Ah, <laughs> uh, Robbie, don't care with the diamond. I can't tell my friends about this episode, book. That's okay. You shouldn't tell your friends about any episode of this show. Coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond says none of us can tell. No, you can't tell anybody. You cannot tell a single soul. One, two, three, four, five names left. UK Neil, follow Q, coherent nonsense, Kitty B, and SoCal Chris. <laughs> All right, let's roll. <laughs> Winning TV is telling his mum about this episode. <laughs> it's slowing down. It's slowing down. UK Neil is gone. The final four, ladies and gentlemen. Now, who do we have here in the audience? I think Follow Q's in the audience, but he's not saying a damn word because he probably doesn't want to jinx it. I know Kitty B's in the audience. I think I saw Coherent Nonsense in the audience. I don't think SoCal Chris is in the audience. <clears throat> he, he was top five. Top five like last time. Follow Q is a consistent playoff performer. UK Neil is gone. Okay, let's go. Four, four names remain, ladies and gentlemen. Four remain. <laughs> oh, it's a big wheel now. The wedges are big now. It's going to be... Oh, no! No! Kitty B's out, unfortunately. Oh, no. That shouldn't have happened. That should not have happened. But here we are. Three names left. Follow Q, SoCal Chris, and Coherent Nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> People are very upset. <laughs> sorry, sorry, JJ, because she was going to send it to JJ. <laughs> All right. Three to go. If anybody can get in touch with SoCal Chris and say, hey, man, you're into the last three of the, of the butt plug giveaway. If anybody knows SoCal Chris on, on Twitter or whatever, just let him know that he's here. He's, he's in the final three. So it's, it's about to go off. He may want to be here for this. Robbie don't care. That should have caught up Kitty's butt. 
That's it's a butt plug. That's what it's supposed to do. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. Oh, it's a big wedge to get through. It's a big wedge to get past. Follow Q is gone. Follow Q is gone. Oh, no. SoCal Chris and Coherent Nonsense. The last two names left. <laughs> now, is Coherent Nonsense in the audience? Coherent Nonsense, if you're here, show yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I saw his name earlier. He probably doesn't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. SoCal Chris and Coherent Nonsense are the last two names left. Now, see, this brings us to a tricky point because we want to give the we want to give the prize to somebody who's in the chat. But I didn't make it a rule this time. This time it wasn't a rule. I thought, you know what? Whoever wins it wins it. If you nominate, you win. No, he's not here. So neither of the winners are here. Neither neither of the potential winners are fucking here. <laughs> Well, this is definitely a letdown. And next time we do another giveaway, I'll do another giveaway in a few weeks, probably two or three weeks. But then next time it will be, it will be an absolute rule that you have to be in the chat if you want to win the uh, the glass, whatever it is. <laughs> if you want to put me in, coach. <laughs> Kitty wins by default. No, no, because no, I didn't make it a rule this time. It wasn't a rule. So... Uh, it's whoever wins this is going to win it. Whichever way it falls. So, all right, let's do this. Place your bets. Who's going to be the winner? SoCal Chris or Coherent Nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. It looks like it's slowing down, it's slowing down. Oh, no, look at that. Look at that. SoCal Chris, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! SoCal Chris is the winner of the Daily Boogie Glass Butt Plug, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? One more spin just to make sure it's all, all legit. SoCal Chris wins. There you have it. SoCal Chris, ladies and gentlemen, is the winner of the genuine, one-of-a-kind, made in America, authentic, daily boogie, glass butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, SoCal Chris. I'll let him know on Twitter. I'll put a little, uh, I'll put a little video out so he knows that he won the glass butt plug. <laughs> SoCal Chris. No, no, from now on... Um, People are like, does he have five minutes to respond? Look, from now on, that'll be the rule. Like, you have to be in the chat to win it. But for this one, I didn't make it a rule. I did not make it a rule. So, you know, it's, it wouldn't be fair to just change the rules at the last second. 
So SoCal Chris is the winner. Congratulations. Give SoCal Chris a round of applause just because he's not here to collect the prize. It's like sending somebody else up to take your Oscar. You know what I mean? So well done, SoCal Chris, ladies and gentlemen. The winner of the authentic, one-of-a-kind, genuine Daily Boogie glass butt plug. Woo! There you have it. <laughs> I'll get in touch with SoCal Chris, and SoCal Chris can get in touch with Evil Ian, our glass master, and they can arrange their details because just like the dildo, I don't want to know the address. I don't want to know the name, the address, or the whereabouts of somebody who wants to win a glass sex toy. So Evil Ian will send that out to you, and that'll be in your hot little back pocket any time now. So congratulations, SoCal Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, Take It in the Arse Week has culminated in the victory of SoCal Chris winning himself an authentic, genuine, one-of-a-kind, made-in-America glass daily boogie butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. Soon to be a collector's item. There you go. No accepted speech. (laughs) So uh, with that, because it's a little hard to just go back into normal show after that kind of thing, so we're going to take the break early here on the Daily Boogie. We'll be back in five minutes, ladies and gentlemen, with the rest of the show. Thank you for joining us on this Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, We'll be back real soon. Five minutes. Stick around and we'll see you then. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. 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 Idiot boogie really giving that one a workout. Come on. <laughs> DLive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works!
inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter, at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? What's wrong with you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. You just do the without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly really love it. <laughs> no, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so. Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite ne'er-to-will Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Why Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee evening, some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go. Watch old things All the warm fuzzy member berries it brings It's a special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of passing
Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Thank you for sticking around, ladies and gentlemen. Second half of the program. Second half of a bit. Let's call it the second two-thirds. Wait, the remaining two-thirds? Yeah, the remaining two-thirds of the program here on a Friday night. Celebrating, taking it in the arse week. We've given away a glass, a glass but like, life's good, man. Thank you for sticking around, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Daily Boogie Podcast. So much to get through, so little time. Try to have a little more fun on a Friday. Try to ease you into the weekend like you're trying to ease a glass butt plug into a soft, soft back passage. So, I do have some fun things lined up for you. We will have a little fun. Just before uh, we get too far, though, I want to show SoCal Chris exactly what he's won here. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The Daily Boogie glass butt plug in all of its glory. Have a look at this monster. Isn't it wonderful? The nice big thick base there, so it doesn't order, like so it doesn't accidentally get sucked in. The daily boogie. So next time you're in the position, assuming the position in the animal world, they call it presenting. Next time you're presenting, um, your partner or your loved one or the stranger that you met behind the alley of the dingy bar will know exactly what show you're a fan of, and that will be the daily boogie, ladies and gentlemen. The Daily Boogie glass butt plug going to SoCal Chris, SoCal Chris's prison pocket. <laughs> this deeply saddens me, says Mr. America, the beard of truth. Well, so I'm, I'm, there's going to be other giveaways though. Like you guys are so generous, like with the donations to the show and whatnot. Um, so I, like, and, and it's fun. It's fun to do the giveaway. So uh, there will be another giveaway probably in a couple of weeks or something. I was thinking about doing it every week. But then it's not as special. So in a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks, we will do another giveaway. It'll be something else, though. I think we're done with the sex toys for a while. (laughs) Just quietly. (laughs) 
But see, I'm I, I don't want to give you um I don't want I don't want to put out merchandise that's useful because that's not my personality. You know what I mean? I'd I'd much rather give you something that's pointless or funny. Something that you know you something that you really don't want except for the fact that somebody's giving it away. That's the kind of thing. I don't know if a glass fleshlight will really work. <laughs> glass fleshlight. Oh. No, a sex doll. We'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Dead Jedi in the chat said a sex doll. I will give away a sex doll when we get to 10,000 followers on DLive. Because those things cost a lot of money. But I will give away like a, a, a good a good level, you know, sex doll when we get to 10,000 followers on DLive. And I, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I've, I've made that commitment already on the show. Because somebody's already asked for a sex doll. There's a lot of people in the audience who want a sex doll. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea from Why Sense of Kimmy. Whatever happened to trash around um, around your house? Because that's what I was going to do originally um, to like Patreon subscribers when they get to a certain level. Instead of like giving them exclusive content or whatever, I was just going to find trash in my home and like sign it and then send it. So it might be like an old fucking magazine or something. Here, here's an old magazine with my signature on it. But the only thing with that is like, I do want that level of separation. Like, I don't want to know your address. Because, like, I don't want to know where you guys in the audience live or anything. So I'm always going to use a third party, like a professional third party to send out prizes and stuff because there's, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of fucking crazy, insane people who watch internet shows. And if, if I ever get, like, the details of somebody to send them a prize, I'll be accused of doxing people and I can't have it. Uh, winning TV with a diamond says, we're all 24-7 promoting this show to 10,000 <laughs> <To> 10K. <laughs> I'm waiting for my autographed Vegemite label. Thank, Thank you for coming. coming. I'll see you in hell. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the authentic one-of-a-kind, genuine glass butt plug. Isn't it beautiful? Are you, so you're saying we can't trust you? No, 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 no. I'm saying I don't trust you. Because, <laughs> like, if you know what people are like. People are fucking insane. Um, most people in this audience are, are great. You know, and like you guys who are like interacting and stuff, the people I know, you're fine. I don't have any problem with you. But there's always going to be some idiot out there who, you know, if they find out that I've sent a prize to somebody, then next thing you know, it's going to be like, oh, he's taking people's addresses so he could steal from them and dox them because people are fucking lunatics. Like I've often thought, had this thought, right? I, I'm accusing, you know, other people of being lunatics while I'm giving away glass butt plugs, mind you. That's the irony. But um, I've often had this thought, like, has the internet made us more crazy or are we just more exposed to the crazy thanks to the internet? Like, has the crazy always been there? And I still don't know what the answer is. Maybe the internet makes us a little more crazy, but uh, without the internet, we wouldn't be aware of all the crazy people around us. Not to the same level, anyway. So, yeah, when they get mad at you, they'll find anything to get at you. Exactly. But... Um, you know, stuff like that, the competitions and stuff, I'd much rather. And plus, somebody else makes money as well. Like, so if I can pay somebody to make a product to send to somebody, to send to a listener, that's better than me just like, you know, um, picking up like a piece of shit from my own home and just sending it to someone. You know what I mean? Like, at least somebody else gets something as well. You know, like, I'm happy for, I'm happy to pay Evil Ian to like make a product and say, okay, we're going to give this away. Like, that, that brings me joy because the guy does good work. 
So I'm happy to support people who do good work, right? So, you know, it's win-win this way. If I can pay somebody else to make a product and then give it away to somebody else, then everybody wins. So, uh, A glass pipe that can be used as a dildo. Now, that's an idea. Maybe we'll have to put out like a little suggestion box or something on the... Maybe if you if you want if you have a suggestion for a future prize, um, jump in the Discord and let me know what you think. <clears throat> All right, so much to get through, so little time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I do want to have a little bit of a fun, a uh, little bit of our fun. <laughs> we want to have a little bit of a fun on a Friday. So, on this show, I mean, look at the world around us right now. Look at the things that are happening. Cities are burning to the ground pandemics, people losing their jobs, right? Racism, economic depressions. The whole world is caving in on itself while we're here talking about butt plugs, which is fine. But of course, it's time to look for solutions. It's time to look to the people, the experts and say, how the hell do you want us to deal with this? What can we do about this? And it just so happens that I've come across a solution that I think everybody's going to be in favor of. I found this video last night and I thought it absolutely must go to the top of the show. <laughs> so <clears throat> I want to introduce you, ladies and gentlemen, to the solution of the social distancing problem for the people. Cabaret with Diamond, thank you so much. Thank you for the Diamond Cabaret. For the people who want to enjoy live music performances, for the people who like going to nightclubs and stuff, like I wasn't a big nightclub guy. I've been to a couple of nightclubs here and there, but it wasn't really my scene. Like I'd much rather go to a dingy bar and watch like a jazz band play with like 10 people. That's more my go. You know, and drink whiskey quietly in the corner while people play trumpets and shit. That's that's more my style. But I understand the nightclubs and... When you go to a nightclub, of course, there's a lot of touching, there's a lot of rubbing, there's a lot of sweat. Often there's a lot of bodily fluid exchanged after the nightclub. That part is fine, but it's all of the it's all of the preceding events, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> That's not my scene either. So the nightclub people have been very disappointed lately because they haven't been able to pop their ecstasy. They haven't been able to go out and dance and touch and rub and sweat on each other and everybody stinks at the end they haven't been able to engage in this activity one company ladies and gentlemen has come up with a solution so you can get back to your pill popping sweating rubbing on lifestyle so we're very happy to bring this to you because we do believe in solutions here on the show ladies and gentlemen have a look at this would you wear this get up to stay safe at a live music concert <laughs> No. <laughs> End of video. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you won't get the full effect of this clip. This is one that you probably have to jump on BitChute and watch the replay of. Um, <laughs> how can I put this? It looks like a 14-year-old's Rust mod Right, you know the the hazmat suit. It looks like if a fourteen year old was designing a hat a hazmat suit, this is what it would look like. There's fucking glow sticks, glow panels of fabric on it. There's hot pink and hot yellow and hot blue. I believe it's a turquoise, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> we're we're for, people are already going. No, no, no. Give them a chance. You never know. It might be good. 
We're four seconds into this clip. Don't be so dismissive. Yeah, good point in the chat from Benke Veritas. Looks like a Depeche Mode outfit. I would wear this to a live uh, music performance if I was going to see Devo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whip it good. Do, 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 do. If I was going to go see Devo, I'd wear this. Any other band, any other group, any other artist? No. Nah, no chance. This is the Inside Edition.com Coronavirus News. Coronavirus for News. Let's go. The Los Angeles Company Production Club usually designs live music experiences for artists yep. like Skrillex. <laughs> but in the so-called new normal, the company is developing something called a micro... A micro shell. <laughs> a micro shell. Isn't it, isn't it cute? Doesn't it look the part, huh? Monica in the chat. What the fuck is that monstrosity? Don't you think it's don't you think it's cute? Don't you think it's fun? Don't you think it's sexy? It's a glow in the dark protection for coronavirus. You knew all you knew this shit was coming, right? Like as soon as we went into lockdown, I remember having this conversation with my wife, right? Who he, she works in the corporate world. And I was having this conversation with her over a drink. And I'm like, you watch, all of these companies are going to start, you know, rebranding themselves. They're going to start coming up with products to manage the coronavirus lockdown. Like, they're going to come up, they're going to transform themselves into coronavirus companies, coronavirus corporations. She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're already fucking doing it. <laughs> Look at this shit. <laughs> I love it. It's so ridiculous. I love it. Like it's it's insane, right? Like this is one this is something that should be, you know, Inside Edition is a pretty big program. This is something that should be sold on like 2 a.m. uh, you know, TV shop, home shopping network, right? <laughs> this is something that somebody should have spent like two they should have spent their life savings developing and then the only spot that they can afford to advertise it would be at 2 a.m. on the Home Shopping Network when only alcoholics with too much ex uh, disposable income are watching. And they're like, oh, yeah, that looks good. I can get one of those things. I could go to the nightclubs again. And it's like a 45-year-old overweight balding guy with a fucking beer gut, you know. <laughs> I can go to back to the nightclub, get my groove on. There's no reason for this to be promoted on mainstream corporate press, yet here we are. Rochelle. It's a half-body protective suit designed for the concert goer. According to the company's website, the microshell is a, quote, virus-shielded, easy-to-control, fun-to-wear, disinfectable, fast-to-deploy personal protective equipment that allows socialites... <laughs> Have a look at that. Northwestern in the chat says it's intimate. Uh, did you notice it's got the LED strips on the back of it? What was it? An easy to deploy, easy to use, manageable 
coronavirus solution, something like that. The company is developing something called a microshell. A microshell. It's a half body protection. <laughs> ben Gay Veritas, I want to slap the dog piss out of this lady for taking this so seriously. <laughs> Dip suit designed for the concert goer. According to the company's website, the microshell is a quote, virus shielded, easy to control, fun to wear. It's got a camera on the front, it's got speakers, it's got a sub resonator system. So you can still hear all of the oof in the doof when you're in the club. Disinfectable, fast to deploy. See, I should be writing these fucking promos. Let's be honest. Because you can't have the doof without the oof. Bang. Boogie Bumper, can we please pay you $3 million a year to come up with these taglines? Yes, of course you can. Please, here's my banking details. Let's get to work right now. Deploy personal protective equipment that allows socializing without distancing. The microshell will sport an N95 filter, an air circulation system, acoustic devices, and even canister attachments for drinks and vaping. <laughs> so what you're saying is, it's a state-of-the-art foam dome. <laughs> you can, you can attach, you can attach a little cocktail canister. I'll have the cock-sucking cowboy canister for my for my fucking futuristic virus suit, please. Yes, of course. <laughs> Vape Nation. Vape niggas represent. <laughs> it's got a little microphone in there and little Bluetooth speakers. Because, you know, the sound's going to be different when you're wearing this fucking thing over your head when you're at the nightclub. You're not going to feel, like I said, the oof in the doof. So... <laughs> So you got to have the little speakers in there. So you have a microphone on the outside of the suit to capture, you know, the atmosphere, and then it can be pumped in to your spacesuit. And then you plug in. Look where the look where the little canisters go. Vape and drink on the other Thank side. I see you in hell. Vape on one side, drink on the other. Do you vape inside the suit? Like, do you just fill up the suit? Because I can see a lot of Dutch oven situations coming out. Like, right, hot box it. Let's carry on, shall we? Okay, come on, come on, take this seriously. Take this seriously. This is a solution. Acoustic devices and even canister attachments for drinks and vaping. Good. InsideEdition.com's Sal Bono weighs in on the microshell. Tell us about so the way I react. Tell us about the microshell. Back to this concert suit is sort of like how David Rose would react to something offbeat in Schitt's Creek. Who is David Rose and why is he referencing Shit's Creek? <laughs> is, it, is that really that much of a pop? Is it that popular of a show? Do I have to learn Shit's Creek now to do references? God, what a nightmare. <clears throat> UK Neil with a diamond late again, so have a diamond. You, you, you missed the draw, buddy. You were down to the last four names, I think, UK Neil, to win the glass butt plug. But unfortunately, of course, no, we all know the winner. Well, not unfortunately for SoCal Chris. He won. Congratulations, SoCal Chris. But unfortunately for UK, Neil, no glass butt plug for you today, sir. But a very good effort, a, a sterling effort, a valiant effort to get into the final four. I'm trying to find the word to oh. describe what I... The... Oh, oh that's, that, that was the reference there. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I get it. It's great. The thing about going to a festival is, is that 
you're sort of always uncomfortable. Ring the bell no and get your wearing. cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted. Su- thank you for the resub, fascist hippie. Now this all becomes painfully clear, right? <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? Have a, have another listen. I'm trying to find the word to describe what I. The thing about going to a festival is, is that you're sort of always uncomfortable to begin <laughs> with, no matter. <laughs> now it makes total sense. Now it makes total sense. When you go to a festival, look, everybody knows that whenever you go to a nightclub and you've got glow sticks and drinks and everybody's partying and having a good time and there's pretty girls dancing, everybody knows that you're really uncomfortable. Well, so what better way to deal with that uncomfortableness than to strap a ridiculous glow-in-the-dark astro, astro, uh, <laughs> astronaut suit over the fucking top half of your body with a vape canister plugged into it? <laughs> <laughs> so you can wander around and blow fat, fat smoke, <sighs> fat clouds on the dance floor. <laughs> so you don't feel uncomfortable because you wouldn't want to feel uncomfortable. Of course, wearing something like this <laughs> is going to make you feel so much more comfortable. Of course. <laughs> Uh, this is bullshit. It's just curious why I got muted on DLive. My bad if I did something wrong. I misparticipate. Did somebody mute this is bullshit on DLive? I'm sure it was an accident. Let me have a look here. Uh, I can't see your name on the list. Oh, there he is. Yeah, this is bullshit is okay. Okay, you're unmuted. It must have been an accident. If it wasn't an accident, uh, let me let me deal with whoever... <laughs> Whoever muted him. All right, let's carry on. You're unmuted now. Thank you for joining us. The Mike Rochelle will sport an N95 filter, an air circulation system, acoustic oh, we devices. We already saw this. Come on. Even- uncomfortable at a music festival because of the amount of people, you know, the weather outside. Obviously. Yeah, they're saying, they're saying it was an accident. Obviously, um, it could get very hot. It could get very muddy. It could get very. Okay, now I can't get that thing off the screen. Streamlabs is being a bit of a bitch tonight. That's okay. Very muggy. We'll deal. And now we're going to add in a suit to that experience. I love the idea that people are being innovative or companies are trying to be innovative to get us to go to concerts safely in a post-COVID-19 world. But we also have to be practical. The idea of seeing these shows is not just that you get to see your favorite artist perform. It's about connectivity. That's right. Connectivity with the artist, connectivity with the other people in the audience, and as we explained, connectivity outside the venue after the gig is finished with the uh, girl wearing the kitty ears, <laughs> flashing the glow sticks around, who's taken far too many drugs and really has no idea what city she's in. That's the connectivity that most guys are looking for when they go to nightclubs. The beauty about concerts versus watching them on home in a on a YouTube video or a content live dingus hang on my filters are clogged with jizz to film is is that you're part of that crowd you're part of the raucousness of it and now i feel like the way venues and promoters are going to attempt to change that and again i understand for the safety of the audience safety it's taking away it's about safety because that's why people ring the bell and get your cheese man why censored thank you for the gifted sub why censored uh, that's what people go to these 
you know, bacteria pits for to the sound of doof doof music is for safety, right? That's why people go to these venues to be sweated on, <laughs> to be rubbed on by strangers because because they're very concerned about their safety. They don't want to catch anything. That's why they go to nightclubs and take ecstasy. <laughs> Every person that I know in my life who has spent time as like a pill-popping nightclub-going guy has always, you know, talked about... Like, for one, they always get sick more often than anybody else that I know. Like, they get the sweats, right? Because they've taken way too many drugs on the weekend, and they should. But anybody in that has always talked about, like, all of these encounters that they have with random people. It's like, oh, no, it's you've got to come down, man. It's fucking great. We'll pop some eckies. We'll dance for a bit, man. There's chicks. There's fucking. We go on adventures, and it's like ah, eh. it's not my not my scene, man. <laughs> I kind of like want to go to a bar, watch a jazz band for a couple of hours, and then you know go home and sleep in my bed next to my wife. <laughs> I don't really want to know the chicks who, you know, wear kitty ears and wave glow sticks around and stink from body odor you know that that doesn't appeal to me (laughs) but they always they always catch something they're catching the cold they're catching the flu they're catching you know something downstairs kind of virus you know not pointing any fingers you know who you are when you're one of my mates you know who i'm talking to (laughs) i'm just gonna leave that hanging out there for an inappropriate conversation later on but there you have it ladies and gentlemen the solution to coronavirus at the nightclubs Get your. F- <laughs> there he is. Got to see this guy. And vaping. InsideEdition.com's Salbono and even canister attachments for drinks and vaping. Canister attachments for drinks and vaping. All right. <clears throat> Enough of that silliness. On this show, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about before. This guy, Van Jones. It's- now. Van Jones is somebody that I have a lot of respect for and a lot of time for um, without even agreeing with his politics. I think Van Jones is a very smart guy, a very savvy guy. Uh, he's somebody who understands messaging. He's somebody He's somebody who understands optics. And while everybody else is doing like Trump derangement syndrome every day, Van Jones for mine on CNN of all places um, – He's somebody who can identify when it's politically wrong to attack Donald Trump and when it's politically correct to it. Like, not I don't mean PC politically correct. I mean, like, when it's the right move to agree with him because he's not that dumb. He, like, he understands. He knows that he can't just be oppositional for the sake of it and ret- retain credibility. Like, he's a very smart guy. So I've got a lot of time for him. A lot of people have been sharing this around on Twitter today, and if you haven't seen it yet, this will blow your hair back. This will tickle your pickle. Have a look at this. Van Jones, ladies and gentlemen. It's not the racist white person who's in the Ku Klux Klan that we have to worry about. It's the white liberal Hillary Clinton supporter walking her dog in Central Park who would tell you right now, she, you know, she, people like that, oh, I don't see race. Race is no big deal to me. I see us all as the same. I give to charities. But the minute she sees a black man who she does not uh, uh, respect or who she has a slight thought against, she weaponized race like she had been trained by the Aryan nation. 
I love Van Jones. <clears throat> Van Jones is great. Like, he's a fucking communist, don't get me wrong, and I'm not a communist. So politically, like, I disagree with pretty much everything that he really believes in to be true. But I just like, I love the way he conducts himself. I love the way he goes about it. And I love the way that he can drop this kind of shit on CNN. Because, you know, I think he's a smart guy. <laughs> the white liberal Hillary Clinton voting person. That's the one you've got to be afraid of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give it to me, man. Give it to me. A Klan's member could not have been better trained to pick up the police and pick up the, her phone and tell the police it's a black man, African-American man, come get him. So even the most liberal, well-intentioned white person Correct. has a, 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 a virus uh, in his or her brain that can be activated at an instant. And so what you're seeing now is a curtain <laughs> falling away. Northwester, he is calm and cunning. Exactly. That's why I love him. And those of us who have been burdened by this every minute, every second of our entire lives are fragile right now. See, there's a, there's a lot. So he's referring to it like as a virus, which, you know, okay, I get it. It's hyperbolic, but um, the point that he makes, like, see, this is the thing. Like if you instantly dismiss everybody who has a certain political opinion, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on stuff. There would be people who would say that everything that Vans Jones, uh, Van Jones says is wrong, yet they are the ones who say, the white liberals, they're the real racists, right? That's essentially like when you boil it down, when you take away his explanation. I'll see you in hell. When you take away his explanation, right, and you take like the intellectual language out of it, you basically agree with him. Like the white liberals, they're the real racists. That's just, all he's doing is another way of saying that. Semper Reloaded with the Diamond says, Hey, Boogie, you stopped showing in my live list. Oh, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it was, maybe it was the glass butt plug we're giving away. I'm not sure. <laughs> but he's right. He's right. One more time. See, Bill Maher, Jen, uh, Jenny Briggs in the chat brings up a great point. Bill Maher. See, I love Bill Maher. I don't agree with, like, a lot of the stuff that he says. But, you know, like, I'm I'm in my mid-30s. I remember, like, growing up watching Bill Maher laughing. And for all the times, right, so people take, like, a two-minute clip and they go, oh, fuck this guy. I hate this guy. And, you know, that's fine. But then I could show you, like, two hours of Bill Maher railing against, like, things like fucking Islam, for example, and you'd go, oh, wow, this is awesome. This is fire. If you didn't know who Bill Maher was, you'd be like, man, he's so based. But then you play something about conservatives and he's like, oh, fuck, fuck that guy. I fucking hate him. You know what I mean? So I... <sighs> the, like, I, it's, it's not like a... T I, the, the team mentality is what annoys me. You know, my, my favorite band of all time, like the inspiration why I started playing music was Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine are like revolutionary communists. It doesn't matter to me though, because like I was like, I fucking love the tunes. I love the rock. So I started playing guitar because I fucking loved Tom Morello in Rage Against the Machine. That's never going to change. <clears throat> it's all about what you get out of it. And these ideological purity tests that we have, you know what I mean? Like, I can't like the music this person produces because of their political opinion. That's dumb. 
Like nobody's going to care if you don't buy an album. Nobody's going to care if you don't listen to a song, right? You think you're changing the world, but you're not. You're just building walls around your you're building walls around your own personality. You're cutting yourself off from the world. You're not changing shit. And I get it. You're angry. You don't like that people have views. You don't like that people have different opinions than yours. Welcome to fucking life. And if we ever get to a situation, just say your utopia exists where everybody in the world agrees with you, I'm you're going to turn on me because I'm going to be the guy that says, this is fucking bullshit. Even if I agree with you, I'm going to be one of the guys that says, I can't live like this. This is depressing. This is suffocating. Like, I'm for freedom here. I'm not for conformity. I'm not for consensus. Fuck consensus. Like, the to and fro and, like, the the agitation, that's what makes it worthwhile. (laughs) If we don't have that, then what's the fucking point? We may as well all put on uniforms, all listen to fucking government radio, all sing the same songs... And all have the same views. Fuck that. What a nightmare. What a fucking nightmare. I love the fact that I can watch, you know, we've been watching Cardi B, right? We've been playing Cardi B clips on this show for over a year now. She's fucking great. She's crazy. She's mad as a cut snake. But that's why we like her. Because she'll sit down with, you know, (laughs) Bernie Sanders in a nail salon of all places. You know, Bernie, what you going to do with like all the students and shit? You know, like, niggas be out there and they be getting, like, lots of dare and stuff. Like, don't Bernie, don't you think, like, Bernie, what you gonna do? Like, because, like, all this money, like, they're never gonna pay it back, y'all. And it's, like, so hard to get, like, a fucking job and shit. Like, are you gonna pay him back? Like, if we didn't have that, imagine, imagine how sad and depressing the world would be if Cardi B sat down with Bernie Sanders and said, You know, Bernie... Free market economics, as explained by Adam Smith in World of Nations and then later extrapolated upon by uh, Milton Friedman, would indicate that the best possible way to get the most valuable result out of a single unit of capital, which is the human being, would be to remove safety nets so we can entice people, so we can encourage people, you know, know, the innate human greed in people to achieve, to strive, to make themselves better and to pay for their own education would be a great way to get investment in a person in order to get the payoff for society later on down the line. I'd be like, why am I watching this? No, no, give me the Cardi B that says, yo, Bernie, we got to give niggas like free healthcare and shit so their grandma can get their fucking pussy check, y'all. That's why I'm watching it. So Van Jones, ladies and gentlemen, I'll play it one more time. The racist white person who's in the Ku Klux Klan that we have to worry about. It's the white liberal Hillary Clinton supporter walking her dog in Central Park who would tell you right now, she, you know, she, people like that, oh, I don't see race. Race is no deal to me. I see us all as the same. I give to charities. But the minute she sees a black man who she does not uh, 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 respect or who she has a slight thought against. She weaponized race like she had been trained by the Aryan nation. Love that. That's a quote right there. Ladies and gentlemen, Van fucking Jones. Okay. Now from that to this, uh, this was sent through to me. Santee Rally. So remember we played the clip of the guy wearing the Ku Klux Klan um, headdress 
in the supermarket <laughs> because it's a mask, right? Obviously. <laughs> and the beauty of that, the perfection of that, like you can't tell the guy to take a mask off. That's not fa- He's being safe. He's wearing a mask. It just happens to be a Ku Klux Klan headdress. So, <laughs> so apparently there was a rally. I think Constitution Alley sent this to me. Apparently there was a rally in response to this one guy uh, being an IRL shit poster and wearing a Ku Klux Klan hat in a supermarket as a coronavirus mask. Apparently a whole rally started up out of this. Unfortunately for us, there was no burning of targets. There was no overturning of police cars. There was no throwing of Molotov cocktails. Unfortunately, I think this is one of the more piss weak rallies. This is one of the more, um, you know, malnourished rallies that doesn't have the appropriate level of kindling. So let's have a look here. I haven't pre-watched this. And maybe I won't pre-watch it because it looks like the video is not going to play. Okay. In the city of Santee tonight, there's a new community-wide effort to combat recent acts of hate with messages of love. But as News 8's (laughs) Lamore Abrams reports, city leaders are... Mexican gay Republican. Let that one sit there for a moment. Mexican gay Republican. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> based. Based. Based Mexican gay Republicans unite. <laughs> Just funny to me. <laughs> messages of love i put out on twitter a couple of days ago and a few people like retweeted it and stuff think think about it right this this shit is pointless like this is meaningless this is nothing this doesn't do anything it doesn't change minds it doesn't make the world a better place it makes you feel better like when you put your shit up on facebook or whatever and you say hey we need to unite Um, we're not involved in the politics of fear. When politicians say that stuff, it's not for any real world purpose. It's, you know, this is where virtue signaling comes from. It makes them feel better about themselves. That's all it does. Because in reality, right, all of the talk, all of the talk and all of the signs and all of the rallies and all of the filters on your Facebook profile with rainbows and shit doesn't do anything. As we can see, like in Minneapolis right now, those those speeches that politicians make about, oh, hate will not divide us, right? We need to unite. Well, we love each other, blah, 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 blah. It, it, it's only effective when there's no need for it. It's only effective when everything's at least, you know, functioning. Because the second things start to break down, nobody's listening to those speeches. When things start to break down, the sound of buildings burning and Molotov cocktails being thrown and, you know, um, sandbags being shot out of shotguns, that's the only thing you hear. You don't hear the lofty speeches of we will be united, hate will not divide us. That doesn't exist in those moments. It's only it's only relevant when there's no need for it. So all of this stuff I just find amusing because you know it's pointless. 
but people really believe in it. They really think that if they say nice things and put, you know, Mexican gay Republican Santi loves me on their car, that they're doing something, but they're not. They're only amusing themselves. They may as well stay at home and masturbate. It's the same effect. At least that way you get payoff if you stay at home. This is public rhetorical masturbation with no happy ending. Challenging a long-standing reputation of racism. And city leaders here say they are determined to change the reputation of the old Santee, the one associated with the nickname Clanty for its dark history of racism and anti-Clanty. I like that. Semitism. Recent acts of hate at local supermarkets didn't help, but it did get this community. See, recent acts of hate. The guy wore um, a headdress. He wore a Ku Klux Klan hat. That is now an act of hate. Wearing something and not doing anything else. <laughs> Wearing a hat and walking around is an act of hate. See, this is the problem. How, how the definitions have been so raped into obscurity. This, this is the problem. This is where it starts. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in hell. hell. The guy walking around with a hat on. That's not an act of hate. That's an act of self-expression. That's an act of trolling, maybe. That's just a guy. It's, it's a guy wearing a hat. An act of hate. We've become so theatrical in how we interpret the world, right? There's very little room anymore for just, like, objective, reasoned, reasonable, like, calm the fuck down, essentially. Let's not lose our heads here. It's a guy in a hat. And if they hadn't made such a big thing out of it, then nobody would know about it. And then it wouldn't be an act of hate. It would just be a guy in a hat at a shop. That's it. That's where the story ends. The response to things makes them... It's always now. The response to an act makes it an act. It's not the act itself. The response to a story makes it real. The response to coronavirus makes coronavirus real. It's not the actual thing itself that you have to worry about. It's, it's the thoughtless actions of the stupid human. That's, what make, that's what's making life harder to live for everybody else now. Fired up enough to do something about it. They're fired this up to do something. This is a community that has been... Oh. <laughs> Look how fired up these children are! Look at these children standing there. They're so fired up. They're, the children are so fired up that their parents made little signs for them and got them to stand in a nice row for the cameras. And I, I hate this shit of using children in your protests. I don't care what side you're on. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're wearing a ski mask, throwing bins through Starbucks windows, or out there, you know, waving Donald Trump flags. If you're bringing your kids around and holding your kids up like little meat shields, then you're an, you're an asshole too. I don't care. Injured. Santee Mayor John Minto leading a small rally in the park with the hopes of spreading a strong message of love over hate. The inaccurate portrayal of the city of Santee in some media and by some politicians due to these detestable acts is misleading and unfair. <sighs> Members of the community. <laughs> so great. Temporary loaded with the diamond. She could get it. <laughs> well, that's an act of love, isn't it? Look at this, man. Look, Teddy, when did uh when did Teddy Hart buy himself a Kia? 
<laughs> Look at this fucking thing. <clears throat> what, is, what is it? Donuts on the side? Why, why are donuts going to change the world? Defending their East County town after two. And- Santi loves everyone except the guys who wear KKK hats. We don't love them. We love everyone else, though. Anti-Semitic acts revived old stereotypes. Wow. Santi. That's a horrible place. This is... little love heart American flag can barely get the words out (sighs) Santy that's a horrible place (laughs) I'm sorry this is so sad this is sad this is far more disturbing than somebody wearing a racist hat this is far more disturbing than somebody wearing a fucking swastika on their face. You know what I mean? This is horrifying to me. <laughs> this poor guy. But they think they're doing good. They think they're making the world a better place. You know what I mean? You're not. You're not making the world a better place, sir. I'm I'm sorry to let you down. You and the other 12 people in the park with little love hearts and stuff. I get it. But you're making yourself feel good. You're not actually doing anything. Like we said earlier, it's public rhetorical masturbation. That's all it is. They hate everybody out there. They hate everybody. I want to get to those people. The incident's happening at local grocery stores amid the... <laughs> look at this Chad. <laughs> Still one of the best trolls I've ever seen, to be honest. Pandemic. First, a man donning a KKK hood to his trip to yep. Vons. Days later, a man shopping at a food for Look, less- they won't even show that they blur out the sticker. <laughs> okay. Look, I know you're not supposed to apply logic to these things, but let's be honest here. If you don't if you don't have the balls to show a swastika fucking face mask on TV, how do you think you're gonna have the balls to defeat the Nazis? Sit honest question. If you're too afraid of showing the Nazi symbol on TV, how do you think you're going to defeat the Nazis who are not afraid of showing a Nazi symbol? Honestly. I know how we'll deal with this threat. We'll never ever, we will get really scared every time they're in our area. That's how we're going to defeat them. (laughs) Really? When does that ever work? Does being scared of a spider in your house and like running away and screaming with your hands above your head going, Aah! does that get rid of the spider? Or does it just encourage more spiders to show up? Right? You know, we're so scared of this symbol of this symbology that we will never show it. We need to have little rallies where we have little love hearts on our cars. Like, fuck it, hello. McFly, hello McFly, wake the fuck up. (laughs) That's not how you beat things, by running away and screaming. That doesn't work like that. We will defeat them by literally shaking. (laughs) Exactly. Unfucking believable to fix a Nazi swastika symbol over his face mask. Yeah, I thought it was time that uh, people came out and showed yeah. that uh, we're not like that out here. It's, it's, it's got, look at it. It's, <laughs> this is fucking perfect. 
Now, if you notice, because there's a problem, whenever I pause this video, like you're going to have all of the other little video thumbnails sharp at the bottom, but you can still see it. I want you, whoever picks out the thing that I'm laughing at here will win 10,000 internets for today. I'll give you a minute. Look very closely at this image. What is the funny part of this? He's like, it's about time we came out to show people that we're not like that, blah, blah, blah. Love, love, not hate, etc., etc. All of the usual stuff. Have a look at this guy. What do you see? Yes, coherent nonsense. Coherent nonsense wins the award. The shirt says, United we stand above an American flag. And then underneath it, it's got Costco. Ladies and gentlemen, this is patriotism with corporate sponsorship. <laughs> yes! That, you know, <laughs> you know, the patriots at Costco, they would never allow this. <laughs> corporate sponsored patriotism. <laughs> How sad is this? It couldn't get any sadder. If you thought the donuts on the car, for whatever the fucking reason, that I still don't know why there's donuts on a car that means love and not racism. I don't fucking know what that is. Whatever that means. <laughs> but love hearts, love not hate, little love heart American flags. We love everybody. Love, 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 love. Lots of love going on here. Brought to you by the good people of Costco. <laughs> Bring your love not hate badge to the local Costco and get 10% off your next detergent purpose purchase. Won't that be wonderful? <laughs> Patriotism sponsored by the mega corporations. Isn't it fucking grand, huh? Woo woo! <laughs> Proud to be an American where my Costco membership is free. <laughs> swastika symbol over his face mask yeah i thought it was time that costco uh, united we stand costco that, uh we're not like that out here charlie Plavy decorated his van and followed the route cars honking through city streets all the way until their last stop city hall that's where what a procession of fucking misery this is but rabbi raffi and stood in solidarity with santee most hate comes from ignorance ah so through education we ah. can <laughs> I, 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 I don't even have anything to add. I'm just going to leave that one there. Nice pink face mask, by the way, bro. <laughs> Pocket Bradley, look at that. Who would have thunk it? will learn to low to, to to live in love with one another. Yeah. Displays of diversity to combat division, which the mayor maintains, exist in every community. Yeah. Nothing's perfect, but let's make it the best we can with the tools that we have. By spray painting our own cars <laughs> with pointless with pointless fucking slogans in our Costco shirts, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Santi rally held to combat hate with love after recent anti-Semitic incidents. Okay, let's go. Oh, this is a fun one. Um, so somebody tweeted this out. I don't know who Jim Hall is, but thank you, Jim Hall, for the tweet. Um, the point that the Minneapolis 3rd Precinct decided to abandon their building, this is wild footage. Let's have a look. So this is last night. 
Whoa. I haven't seen this yet. I haven't seen this yet. I was asleep. Wow. Shit. The police being chased out of their own headquarters. Where are you retreating to, by the way? What, the Alamo? It's a long fucking way to Texas from Minneapolis. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. You got a long way to. What are they going to retreat into Canada? Wow. Yeah, we've said it. I've, I've said it on this show over the last few weeks, right? The damage that's being done to the institution of the police over the last, over the coronavirus era. Think of all the videos we've watched, all of the things that we've seen, all of the articles that we've read of, you know, overhanded policing. I said it will, you know, it will come to a point and people will have no respect for the police anymore. None. And it's that that damage is going to take a long, 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 long time to repair itself, if it ever does. Just and I'm not I'm not I'm not promoting anything. I'm not saying it's good, whatever. I'm just like observing, just giving you reality. <laughs> that this is this is incredible stuff. Like this is pretty wild shit. And we're all so cynical now, but if you if you take a step back and actually look what happened here, the police in this local precinct got chased out of their own building. That that doesn't happen every day, <laughs> right? That's not a normal thing. Look at them. So now I'm, 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 unfortunately, I have to raise another thing that we've said on this show. Um, do you think the police are there to protect you? Like, because a lot of people think, oh, martial law and stuff, when there's a society breakdown, that's okay. I'm on the side of the police. They'll protect me. They're not going to protect you. If we get to a situation where society breaks down, the police are not going to be cruising up and down your street protecting your home from looters. They're not going to be protecting you from armed robberies. They're not going to be protecting you from criminals. They're going to be protecting the governor's mansion. They'll be protecting the bank. They'll be protecting the higher-ups from you. You see, because in this moment, you might be like a, a nice, you know, you might be a sweet rule-following Local business owner. Holy shit! Holy shit! Ninja Gini being dropped in our lap. Thank you so much, Rat Hunter, with the Ninja Gini. Thank you for joining us. So, in this moment, right, you might be a nice rules following back the blue person, you know, local business owner. <laughs> the police aren't going to be there to protect you. This is what happens. When shit really hits the fan, they leave because 
in their consideration, you're the same as the people throwing Molotov cocktails. They, they're not going to make that distinction, right? Like, every, it's, it's look at coronavirus as a fine example. Have they made any distinction between the people who are sick and the people who are healthy? No, everybody gets locked down. And when a, when a city goes under like this and fires start getting set and Molotov cocktails and rioting and looting, they're not going to make any determination between you, the nice local business owner, and the people who are throwing bottles filled with, you know, flammable liquids. You're all the same. You're all part of the same city. <clears throat> You'll all get the right cop treatment. They're not going to protect you. They're not there to protect you. They're there to police you. They're there to enforce the rule of law on you. Whether you like it or not. And that doesn't mean that all cops are bad and all cops are good. I'm, I'm so sick of that dumbed down, like shallow uh, dichotomy game. But it is what it is. Because as you can see in this footage, whether the cops are good or bad, like let's just say that there's five bad cops in this group of 100. They're all walking out. The 95 good ones aren't staying behind to protect you from the looters, are they? No. They're all leaving, good and bad. They're all walking out saying, you're on your own. Good luck. We're out of here. Whether you like it or not. It's the way it goes. Look at this chick here. White girl. Um, she looks, she could be like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. Tiny little white girl on the side of the road here. Uh, ben K. Veritas with the diamond says, the individual compromises with the crowd joined. Yes, exactly. Like I, I made, that, made that comment from Men in, uh, Men in Black, right? The first movie. It's a great comment. Um, an individual is smart, but people are dumb. A person is smart, but people are dumb. But have a look at this. So again, right? She couldn't. She couldn't be taller than five foot five. Tiny little thing. She's on the side of the road, hurling shit at the police cars as they're driving away. And people want to be like, "Oh, it's all, it's all the, oh, it's all the black, it's all the fucking black guys." There's, okay, there's a white woman <laughs> throwing shit at the police cars. Have a look at, have a look at that, huh? Get the fuck out of here, pigs. That's what she's doing. She doesn't she's not caring about the police protecting her. She's the one chasing them out. Funny. <laughs> Kitty B in the chat, her boyfriend is black. Oh, these fucking... I'm sick of the clips that just start auto-playing in the background. God. Look at that.
Are you sick of winning yet? <laughs> Is this winning? Interesting. Okay, let's have some more fun. Uh, this was going around a couple of weeks ago. It's only a short one. Again, we're, we're focused on solutions here. We're going to jump around. I may go a little bit of overtime tonight. It's a Friday night. Fucking, we've got to relax. We've been too serious tonight. <clears throat> Spend too much time on the serious. In the, in the spirit of uh, coronavirus solutions, ladies and gentlemen, we brought you the glow stick astronaut suit that you can wear to the nightclub, and now we bring you this. All right, let's see if I can get through this without laughing. Israeli inventors developed a coronavirus mask that lets you eat without taking the mask off. Someone had to invent this. <laughs> this had to be thought up. Like, this had to be workshopped. Just imagine, like, somebody had a whiteboard and they had, like, little diagrams and shit. <laughs> it looks complicated. Maybe I'm way off track. Like, I, I don't have an inventor's mind, you know. I'm more of the creative type. But I'm not an inventor. He, I've got an idea. What if, what if we do this? What if when you're eating and you want to wear a mask at the same time, why don't you just lift the bottom of the mask up, put the food in, put the mask back down? Could that be possible? No, no, no. No, that's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, books. That's not a solution. What we need is an air-powered actuator, which you hold in one hand. <laughs> And when you bring the food to your mouth, you, you click it together and the mask opens up like a little set of jaws. <laughs> Thanks, Israel. Very cool. <laughs> the, they've got, even the local news is dissing it. The Pac-Man eating face mask. Let's see if I can get through this without laughing. Israeli inventors developed a coronavirus mask that lets you eat without taking the mask off, like this gentleman is. Here's how it works. You squeeze that lever. It opens a slot so you can just go at it like Pac-Man. Inventors say the Pac-Man mask lets you dine out with your friends without taking your mask off. Wow. Of course, makes visiting restaurants less risky. This is the most ridiculous thing that I've seen today. <laughs> well done. Thank you, Israel. Very cool. Uh, we haven't had a good rant on the show for a while. I, I've got a couple of stuff, a couple of things from the archives here. We haven't had a good rant. For those who have already seen this, don't be, don't, no spoilers, okay? I haven't seen this yet, but somebody sent this to me and said, rant of the week, question mark. I'm like, okay, well, let's have a look at her. Video because I'm a little fucking pissed off at the simple fact that people around this town don't wear the mask, don't wear their gloves. I just... She's not wearing a mask, by the way. And it's showing a house right now. The lady was pissed off because right I now? asked her to... Right now? Just showing the house right now? Wear a fucking mask. Like, seriously, woman? Like, she... like seriously? <laughs> If stereotypes are always wrong, why do they keep coming true? People say it's wrong to use stereotypes. People, oh, that's a stereotype. That's a stereotype. That's a stereotype. Where do you think stereotypes come from? <laughs> like literally? <laughs> I'm just picturing Royce Lopez from Daywave saying it. Like literally, bro? Like literally? <laughs> 
If stereotypes are always wrong, why are they always true? I don't understand. Help me out here. Asked her to wear a fucking mask. Like seriously, woman? Like seriously? And then she's like, coughing literally? two seconds later. Like it's no goddamn big deal. Oh, come on now. Don't do this to me. Let's go. Going a house right now? The lady was pissed off because I asked her to wear a fucking mask. Like seriously, woman? And then she's coughing two seconds later. Ah. Like it's no goddamn big deal. Come on now. Gonna Twitter video sucks, man. Don't wear the mask. Don't wear their gloves. I just finished showing a house right now. The lady was pissed off because I asked her to wear a fucking mask. Like seriously, woman? And then she's coughing two seconds later. Like it's no goddamn big deal. Uh, Twitter doesn't like this video, apparently. That's all right. We'll move on to something else. Uh, what else have we got here? Okay, here's a fun one for you. Police abandoned murder investigation after discovering victim was actually a sex doll. Police work. <laughs> we discovered the victim was actually a sex doll. We had to take it to the coroners. We couldn't be sure. There was a lot of investigating that had to happen before we decided that the victim was actually a sex doll and not a human being. That's how, that's how you know, people say, oh, that shows how ridiculous the police are. No, that shows how lifelike sex dolls are becoming. The bizarre find, this is in Australia, by the way. Yes. The bizarre find also included animal blood and brains, some items of lingerie and a sock. One sock. <laughs> David Bond <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Police have no idea who dumped the sex toy out in the middle of nowhere or why. Well, obviously they wanted to do away with this sex doll. Police have expressed confusion about a mysterious body found at the side of a main road in North Queensland, Australia, this morning. Police responding to reports of what appeared to be a dead body wrapped in a blanket around 7am. What an, what an amazing troll. <laughs> Established a perimeter and temporarily closed the Bruce Highway. Maybe someone just didn't want to go to work that day. It's like, how can we shut the highway down? I know. But after a few hours examination by forensics, e forensics experts, a few hours by experts, <laughs> until they determined that it wasn't actually a human being. Fucking great. Isn't it fantastic? The body was revealed to be a highly realistic sex doll named, according to her instruction manual, Naomi. Naomi the sex doll. Uh, do we have a... Do we? Is this a link to Naomi? Oh, no. I thought they were going to show us Naomi. <laughs> they promised officers will continue investigations into the origins of the doll. <laughs> Strangely, the crime scene also included splashes of what appeared to be animal blood and brain tissue, as well as two pieces of women's lingerie, a pair of men's underpants, and one sock. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond says, Captain Pump and Dump strikes again. They also left, believe it or not, they also left Naomi's user manual at the scene of the crime. So they were giving the officers the, the opportunity, like, here is the user manual for this sex robot here in this hole. So it took them a few hours to figure out that it wasn't a human being and was in fact a sex robot, even though the manual, which goes to show you, men never read the, the instruction manual. Never. The nearest big city to Discovery is Brisbane, some 10 hours away by car. 
Queensland police posted an account of the bizarre discovery on their Facebook page, and several users speculated that leaving the sex robot on the side of the road was some sort of prank. You don't say. <laughs> Gypsy with a diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Says, I'm sure there was some DNA evidence. <laughs> If QPS haven't already had enough to do now, they have to deal with pranksters, one person said. Another commenter suggested it was probably a stag or hen party gone wrong. <laughs> when somebody said, I guess somebody is watching with great glee, happy that their prank has got them 15 minutes of fame. Another Facebook user replied that there can't be 15 minutes of fame unless they reveal themselves. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Police abandoned investigation <laughs> after Discovery Victim was actually a this is bullshit. Welcome back to D-Live, sir. Says he could he just didn't know he could change the batteries. <laughs> How do you get rid of the evidence? Uh okay. Let's what's oh, okay. Let's do let's do some fun cop stuff. I've got a couple of nice little fun cop stories here for you. Because you know the cops are getting a bad deal right now. And it's not fair for the cops. You know, there's a lot of good cops out there. And as society, you know, as elements within society are starting to lose patience with the authorities, thanks to coronavirus In after months of lockdown, tonight, a I, 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 another fucking video playing? Fucking shut up. I'm sick of my computer telling me what to do. You know, like, oh, I'm a tab. I'm playing. Pay attention to me. No, <laughs> you will play when I tell you to play. It never ends. So the police are getting uh, a lot of bad raps lately because, you know, coronavirus, over-policing, kicking people's doors down. <laughs> oh, cop stuff. Zips pants up. Cabaret in the chat. <laughs> Dragging people off the beach, sending riot police where they ought not to, and now, you know, inevitably being chased out of Minneapolis. But the frustration is not only on the side of the peasants like us. It's not only on the side of the convicts. The frustration is also starting to seep through on the side of the police. Have a look at this one. This is a cute story. The strain of being a frontline worker was caught on tape when a state trooper pulled over a motorist. It all started when the motorist... See already the framing? The strain of being a frontline front worker is starting to... Because <laughs> straight away, this hero was caught on camera. <laughs> okay. Have a look. Strain of being a frontline worker was caught on tape when a state trooper pulled over a motorist. It all started when the motorist gestured at the trooper, and the tirade that resulted was captured on the driver's cell phone. Step out! I have a car! Step out! All right! All right. It's the meltdown that's landing this state trooper nearing retirement in hot water. He just had two days left till retirement. I got 14 months. I can't wait to be done. The tirade erupted when a motorist in New Haven, Connecticut, was pulled over for speeding. He looks a little young to retire from the force, doesn't he? Speeding after giving the trooper the bird. Uh, the driver says he... Do we have um, evidence of the guy giving the trooper the bird on camera, though? See, now I'm so now I'm so skeptical. Now I'm at that level of cynicism, right? Because when the corporate media says, oh, this guy, the trooper says, well, they don't even say the trooper says. They don't allege that. They say this guy gave the trooper the bird and they don't show it. So, you know, I don't know if this is wrong or not. And I suspect like 30 years ago, 20, 10 years ago, maybe 10's a stretch, 
20 years ago, if a report like this came out on it, this shows you how slow learners, uh, what slow learners the corporate press are, right? 20 years ago, if this report comes out and says, uh, this guy was pulled over, this first responder hero is starting to show the frustration and strain of being on the front line. Like, that's how they fucking open it. By masturbating him, by giving him a hand job. So that's the first thing. Don't doubt the don't doubt the integrity of this man. He's frustrated. He's a first responder. He's a hero, right? Straight away. That's the first words out of the newsreader's mouth. And then says, uh, his frustration started to show after he was flipped the bird by this driver. But we don't see the flipping of the bird, do we? Right? So 20 years ago, everyone would have said, well, this guy had it coming. This first responder is a hero and he's frustrated and you should never flip the guy off. But now, you know, in 2020, people are like, nah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It's bullshit, right? Whether it's right, whether it's the right opinion or the wrong opinion, whether it's true or not, doesn't matter anymore. That's why I keep trying to explain to people. Whether it's real or not, it doesn't matter. The manifestation of the thing will make it real. And now I suspect most people, when they hear that report, just go, whatever. You know what I mean? Whereas 20 years ago, they would have said, well, this is most unacceptable. Like it's starting to, we're starting to tumble to that place. And it doesn't, it didn't just start 10 years ago. It didn't start 20 years ago. It started a long, long, long time ago. And a whole range of factors have contributed to getting Western society to where it is now. A place where nobody trusts anyone, nobody believes anything, and everybody hates everybody else. It didn't just happen overnight. Nearing retirement in hot water. Oh, Lou Ferrigno saying the driver admits he did in the video. Okay. I got 14 months. I can't wait to be done. The tirade erupted when a motorist in New Haven, Connecticut was pulled over for speeding after giving the truth. If he admits that he's done it in the video, then fair enough. But again, I wasn't really talking about whether he did it or not, right? I'm talking about the effect on the audience now. You see, you, I, know, I know you understand the difference, but just to be clear. Because I said whether it's true or not doesn't even really matter anymore. Because people, like, that's my main point here. It's not like the the individual instance that's caught on camera here. It's the psychology of the population that I'm talking about. Where we watch something and we're like, nah, fuck that, bullshit, fuck him. You know what I mean? Whereas before we would have been like, oh, this is unacceptable. We can't have this. Why can't people behave themselves? That The balance between those two, um, you know, those two mentalities is now shifted way over one side where I think most people now are cynical and most people are like whatever right trooper the bird the driver says he didn't realize it was a trooper in an unmarked car can I just ask you why you're riding their butt like that and speeding man when the trooper tells the driver to get out of the car things really get heated everyone's got something to (laughs) say The trooper says he was pursuing a speeding trucker. I was driving along. I was going to have a simple citation that I keep, but no. But no. But no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Can't help but laugh at your rage. I cannot, but I cannot help but laugh at your rage. Everybody's got something to say. I was going to give you a citation, but no. Sounds like an angry (laughs) ex-wife. Sorry, bro. Like, you know, I don't know if I could be an... I don't know if I could be intimidated by that. (laughs) I I think I would giggle. 
<laughs> like, <clears throat> cops to me are far more intimidating when they're very serious and cold and just stare you right in the eyes, right? When they're fucking flailing their arms around and like, yeah, and throwing things on the ground, but no, I think I'll be like, <clears throat> you know, like, it's all right, man, chill out. <laughs> It's always it's always the people who don't overreact and don't get angry. They're the ones that worry me. They're the ones you should always pay more attention to because they're the ones that just fucking snap and rip your head off. But the guys who are like, nah, 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 and like acting like a hysterical woman running out of a burning building. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> How do you not laugh out loud? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's got something to... Say. Say. The trooper says he was pursuing a speeding trucker. I was driving along, I was going to hit you with a simple citation that I keep, but no. You got to be. This is how he deals with an <laughs> ashtray he suspects contains medical marijuana. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> he even, like, I'm not trying to sound sexist here. I, I truly am not. But he threw that like a girl. <laughs> it was it was just from the elbow, like, eh. Like one of those moves. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Girls don't throw with their shoulder. Like if you're going to throw something, you get your shoulder right back like this. Like imagine throwing a baseball, right? You get your shoulder right back. You use your shoulder, your, your fucking upper arm, and your whole body, like your whole torso throws that ball, man. And you whip it in there like this. You know, that's how you throw something. If, if, if you're just doing this move where it's just, that's how girls throw. They throw from the elbow like this. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's how he threw the fucking thing. <laughs> uh. He pushed it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go put your arm into it, brother. Come on. See, instead of throwing it on the ground, he should have just thrown it off the bridge. That would have been a... See, again, that's more of a Chad move. Don't throw it into the ground. Like, just peg it off the bridge. Send that thing flying. <laughs> it's so girly, the way he dispensed with that dispenser. This is how he deals with an ashtray he suspects contains Look at it again. Look at this again. Marijuana. Look at this. Like a, it's like a woman throwing a dish. Eh. <laughs> so feminine. Lady policeman here. And then stomps on it. <laughs> the driver later posted this video. That police officer had no reason to do what he did. He was acting like. A loose cannon. The state no, he was acting like a female. Come on. Police are calling the trooper's rant disturbing. Step out. I have a card. Step out. The incident ended without the driver being ticketed. The department says an internal affairs investigation has been initiated and the trooper has been put in an administrative position away from contact with the public. <laughs> the most predictable thing in government departments is always this. The person, it doesn't even matter what department they're in, the police force, the health health department, transport, it doesn't matter. Any government department always has the same response. The person has been placed in administrative leave pending further review, and that's the last you ever hear of it. 
You know why? Because government doesn't want to investigate itself. Government wants to investigate you. They don't care about themselves breaking the rules. That's what they're there for. I feel like I should play an old favorite clip, a very old clip, which a lot of people have probably seen already. You know what? It's Friday. We're having fun. It's a classic. Yeah, I found it. Okay. It's 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 an old one. It's from the archive. It's way back in 1992. This is the way. This see this is the kind of copper. This is the kind of trooper that I like. One from the archive, ladies and gentlemen, from all the way mate. And for those who have seen it already, enjoy it one more time. This guy keeps his cool, even though the driver is a fucking unhinged, raving lunatic. Again, like, if you want to find an example of how things have shifted, now it's the trooper who's acting like a woman and being hysterical and screaming and throwing things, right? Whereas before, the cop was the one who was staying cool, letting the citizen go all crazy and look ridiculous. But now those things have flipped around. Funny, isn't it? day on that. I'll have to plead guilty if I got to work because I can't take the to take the day off. God I can't, can't afford to take the day off, you asshole. Now just give me the goddamn thing. Let give me, me the get goddamn out of ticket. Here. I did do nothing wrong. Now I know I did. Now let me get the fuck out of here. I got to get, I ain't in no hurry, but I did want to get some pills for my dog. I <laughs> wanted to get some pills for my dog. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here. Give me that. Can I explain it to you, sir, so you'll yeah. know what you need to do? I know what I do. You're ripping me off, and I didn't deserve it because I did do nothing wrong. You're probably shut up. This is one of my all-time favorite YouTube clips that I always go back to, you know? Like, at least once a year, I'll go back and watch this just for the member berries. I love it. I thought I'd drive right back and forth, get someone in the party, no, no, no. whatever the frig it is. I never saw. <laughs> the guy's so angry, his voice is breaking. I, I, I'm just going to get pills for my dog. Would you like me to explain it to you, sir, so you understand it? <laughs> The sign I saw at 55, and I was doing 57. That's all I know. <laughs> now, just give me the goddamn thing. And I'll <laughs> See, the, the, the state trooper, the best part about this, the state trooper's not even moving. He's like a fucking mannequin. He's just standing perfectly still, just staring at the guy. <laughs> doesn't move. He wait, he, like, he doesn't interrupt him. Like now the cop would say, hey, shut the fuck up or I'll put you on the ground, right? Shut up or I'm putting you in cuffs. But this guy just lets him until he gets, like, until he runs out of breath. The guy just stands there and waits. Because I was going to get my fucking dog some pills. I saw the sign that said 55 miles an hour and I was going 57. That's all I fucking know. You're fucking ripping me off. That's what I know. Fuck you. Mm Mm-hmm. So would you like me to explain the ticket to you, sir, so you understand it? (laughs) So much better. Look at the date. If I'm working, I'll pay the fucking fine because I can't afford to take a day off. <laughs> and if I'm not working, I'll plead not guilty because I know fucking well I'm not guilty. There. Now, are you a state or local? Looks like you're a state trooper. Get back and pick up some more guys and run up the friggin' deficit. <laughs> He's just, he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> on, 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 on a working man. Just give me the damn thing and let me get out of here. I need you to do a sound of the X so I can explain this to you. <laughs> there ain't no explaining. I got picked up for speeding before. I've been picked up by speeding You're before. You're and you pay the fine and hope your insurance. Yeah, Kitty B in the chat. Good point. Even the cop's body, he is tall and fit. Yeah, the, you know. I know this is like a boomer talking point, but whatever. It's fucking true. It's accurate. 
cops were always like there was a minimum requirement for cops to be like you know you had to be a fucking big fit guy no tattoos no facial hair how often do you see cops now with like um like two day old growth and tats up both arms you know what i mean i'm not even necessarily saying it's bad but those were like the standards even when i when i was a kid not that long ago it's not really that long the things have really accelerated very quickly in like the last 20 years so now the standards are completely different. Now you can have like little fucking chicks who can't control anything, who are not intimidating at all. Now you can have like, yeah, really fat, overweight, unfit, tats up the arms, fucking three-day-old beards. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a beard guy. Everybody knows that. But if you've got like um, one of those like really mangy fucking beards that's like growing all over the place and stuff, you don't look intimidating to me. You look like a fucking bum. You look like a hobo. Beards are for hobos. <laughs> I don't even care. People are like, oh, the Vikings used to wear beards. I'm like, yeah, they were hobos. They used to bathe once a week and fucking rape people and steal things. You're a ho- You're a bum. They were just bums with axes. <laughs> it's like no different. If you give a bum a battle axe, all of a sudden poof, he becomes a Viking. Give a bum a battle axe and put him on a boat in like the the Nordic region, all of a sudden he's a Viking. Just don't go up, and you try not to speed the next time. And that's what I've been trying to do for four or five years, and it's worked damn good. Do I run into you, you asshole? You asshole. <laughs> I was having a good day until I ran out of you, you asshole. Writing him up the ticket, not saying a word. Green copies for your record, sir. I don't... All right. <laughs> the green copies for your record, sir. I don't... All right. <laughs> Point copy needs to be mailed in within 20 days. Okay. Make sure you read the... I can't read, and I put this stuff away. I get bills in the mail all the time. I don't need to look at <laughs> I can't read. I get bills in I get bills in the mail all the time. I can't even look at them. I can't do a Maine accent. Maine's a tough one for me. Because if I try to do a Maine accent, it ends up sounding Canadian. So it's like mm. six a half, one dozen, uh, one does uh, half, one dozen the other. You know, like mm. if I get if I get bills in the mail, like I don't even look at them. I can't read them. I can't read. You know, so it's like yeah, that sounds like retarded Canadian. Seven dollar glasses, yeah. Seven dollar glasses, yeah. All right, just tell me what I do. Lincoln Court? What no. I do. Where? Read the instructions here. This says you have 20 days to respond to this summons. Read the back of this hard copy. This will explain how you can have a trial if you want. On the back, that'll explain it. Attaches an envelope. Okay? Put a stamp on that. You mail that in. I will tell you what to do. I, I can afford the stamp. Okay. He can afford the stamp. Fines right here, sir. It's $137.50. You're fucking crazy! <laughs> so good because the payoff is so good it's like two minutes of just letting this guy rant he finally calms down right he finally comes down he's like okay okay i can pay the stamp i can pay the stamp okay just give me the thing i can't read whatever like okay whatever he finally gets him like at a level (laughs) he finally gets him at a level that's manageable and then he tells him how much the fight is (laughs) you're fucking crazy Put a stamp on that, you mail that in. I don't I'll tell you what to do. I can afford the stamp. 
The fine's right here, sir. It's $137.50. You're fucking crazy! Oh, oh, I get it! You're fucking crazy, my wife! <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. You're fucking crazy! <laughs> exactly. Cabaret. Cabaret, don't jump ahead. we got to wait for the moment. I know you know, but let's wait. The funny out of her goddamn account where she's working to pay my fucking insurance so I won't get picked up by You're fucking crazy! Again. Oh, we've got another dodo in. Just curious. What- oh, see, Streamlabs has been a bitch. Hang on, I'll replay it. I'll replay it again. Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. 178 stores damaged and all burned down last night. PFFFT, big deal. <laughs> 178 stores damaged and all burned down last night. Pff, big deal. Well, it is a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. There's going to be flow-on effects from that, for sure. Like we just played the clip earlier of the fucking police uh, being chased out of their own precinct, of course. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It is a big deal. It's, never, I, it's uh, not something that we're probably used to seeing. I think it may not be the first time either in the next eight or nine months. But hey, you know, what are you going to do? If you don't pick this up, sir, I'm going to summon you for littering. I'll pick my dog down. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Put a stamp on this, one more, one more $137.50. You're fucking crazy! Ah, oh, Jesse Teller in the chat. I know. I love being sarcastic. Well, now I know that. Now I now I get you. <laughs> Because I think you, I think you gave a dono uh, on Wednesday night, and I was like, I don't know what this means. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. I don't know what you're fucking saying here. But now I get you like, yeah, big deal. I, I like I've been watching it. Do you think? Do we think there's going to be another night now in Minneapolis? Yes or no? Press one in the chat if you think there's going to be another night of fun in Minneapolis, or press two in the chat if you think that people will start going back home and start cooling down, start simmering. Because it's a strange one. Like. Do, are they going to be like, okay, we've done enough and start going back? Or will it only, is it only going to get to a point where people are now encouraged to go out and continue doing it because they've been getting away with it, right? It's happening all over now. Oh, look at this. Wall-to-wall ones. Fascist hippie with a two. Everyone's a one. Is it still happening now? Folks are getting shot tonight? Is it still is it are they still going now? Like during the day? It's the weekend, it'll be a shit show. Oh yeah, Friday night will be lit. Friday night will be lit. I mean, why why should Friday night be any different? It's not like they've got fucking jobs to go to anyway on a, on a Tuesday night. Why would Friday night be any different? Uh, <laughs> it's getting worse. I'm looking for a live stream of it. I can't find it. If anyone's got um, a live stream of, like, shit popping right now, then let me know. And I'll have a look. But for now, let's let's finish off this little fucking clip here, which with the, with the absolute... With, with the... With the 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 cherry on top of the cake of this clip, when he hands the guy a ticket for 130 bucks, he rips it up, he throws it on the ground, and then he says to the guy, "Look, if you don't get out and pick this up, I'm gonna have to fine you for littering." <laughs> 137 dollars and 50 cents. You're fucking crazy! 
crazy. My wife took money out of her goddamn account where she's working to pay my fucking insurance so I wouldn't get picked up. You're fucking crazy. If you don't pick this up, sir, I'm going to summon you for littering. I'm picking goddamn... Are you fucking crazy? I wasn't even speeding, you goddamn asshole. A hundred and some dollars? Jesus fucking ain't right. more right there. Oh, shit. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking crazy. Um, I have. So somebody said, uh, jump on D Live at some of the top streams. Ladies and gentlemen, the armored fucking personnel carriers are now rolling in Minneapolis. Have a look at this shit, would you? Holy shit. Hang on a sec. Let me get the sound on this. I want to hear what's going on. Do we have sound? No sound by the looks of it. The APCs. Look at that. 360 And um shout out to Major Tom. You know, I'm a big fan of Major Tom. Love Major Tom. Uh Major Tom's a brother in the Smens. <clears throat> he put out a thing before, which is like I'm not having to go at Major Tom because people say this kind of stuff all the time, which is fair enough, but uh, he put out something like, well, if you don't think that guns can um, stand up to a country, like to a government, then, you know, because you're like, oh, the fucking planes and the drones and all of that stuff. Um, look at what these people have done with just like bottles and sticks and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but come on. The, the government hasn't started fighting yet. <laughs> They're not doing anything. <clears throat> like, you know, I, I get the point and I agree with the sentiment. Like, you know, in Northern Ireland, for example, they were able to wreak havoc for two decades with homemade bombs and armor-like rifles, right? Fair enough. But, you know, if it, if it turns, like, if the, if the government went to war with, this, with these people, they would fucking level the place. <laughs> you know what I mean? They haven't started, look, they're just standing there. They're not shooting anyone. They're just standing on, on cars. If they actually put live rounds... Like, you know, they never would, but that's the thing, right? So it's not the same. It's not, it's not a, an, an apt uh, description of what's taking place here. It's not like, oh, you know, they're beating the government. Like, oh, they're standing up to the government with bottles and sticks. It's like, yeah, but they're standing up to the guy who's not punching them back yet. If the government actually did, like, start putting live rounds in guns and start fucking dropping missiles on these people, all of a sudden it becomes a different story, you know? What I mean? They're going to they're gonna scatter like roaches when you flick the light on in a dirty kitchen. So, you know, I, I, like I said, I agree with the sentiment, but the, the government hasn't started fighting yet. So it's totally different. But, Boogie, the military are citizens. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, would they shoot? Uh, I, again, like I'm not saying that they'll shoot their own people and stuff, but that's what I mean. They're not fighting. So it's not a fight. It's, it's, a, it's a riot, you know, but it's, they're not fighting against anyone. Like, the government isn't fighting you back yet. And you can get a long way with, like, being armed and, you know, like I said, you know, the IRA did it. Um, 
you know, look at what's the people, the Taliban and uh, people in Afghanistan and stuff have kept America in a foreign war, which has cost them trillions of dollars for two decades with, you know, 50 cows strapped to the back of Toyota Hiluxes driving around in the desert. I understand that. But <clears throat> at the, by the same token, they're not really fighting here. They're not fighting yet. If they start putting live rounds in the guns, all of a sudden the fighting ends very quickly. <clears throat> I suspect, anyway. Okay, I'm looking for another. I looked up, somebody said Gloomtube. Gloomtube's the best, but I looked up Gloomtube earlier and, and nothing was rolling. Nothing was happening. So. I'm looking for Gloomtube. Gloomtube doesn't seem to be live right now. He's up now. I'm looking for it. I can't see him on YouTube or on D Live. Anyways, I just is he live on YouTube or D Live? Ah, thank you, Kitty B. All right, let's have a look. Here we go. Yeah, I need to fix this. Let me let me add the alerts as well. This is all sorts of messed up. Is that Gloomtube talking now? Can I just cough? <laughs> hey, Gloomtube. Everybody, give Gloomtube a follow on D Live. <laughs> I like his choice in Muzak. Alert box. Boom. Stream starting soon. Riot lobby. There, Settle that. in for a long night. <laughs> Is it, it's going off in Atlanta as well now. Holy shit. Alerts. All right. Are we good now? Are we good Someone now? Let's test it. I guess we'll, fit. we'll find out. I'll tell we'll you what. We'll find out. I'll tell you what. I'll come but back to you. I'll come back to Gloomtube. I woke up today. Uh, sort of. Because I've got a couple of other things I, I want to show. You know, I've been pretty white-pilled. So I'll, I'll come back to Gloomtube because there's a couple of more things we want to show just here. We're going overtime tonight on the Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, let's do this one, and then we'll probably say goodbye after this. Because this is one I've been sitting on for a few days now, and I thought, well, it looks fun to me. One, Let's have a little bit more fun, shall we? <clears throat> CNN, ladies and gentlemen, the exemplars of freedom and justice in an otherwise unjust world. Uh, today, well, a few days ago, talking about the latest developments in technology and surveillance in combating the coronavirus crisis. Have a look at this. It's country, including the city that was the source of the virus, Wuhan. For more on that, let's go to David Culver in Shanghai. So last night you showed us the app that the Chinese government uses to track people in the country. It's incredibly detailed and personal and invasive. Can you explain how you signed up for the app? I mean, how is it used? Yeah, let me walk you through that, Anderson, because I've been getting a lot of questions. This is the, the QR code, a barcode equivalent that I have. A, it's really specific to me, and everyone who's registered for one has something just like that. And so you, you have to you use it to get into places like hotels, restaurants, shopping malls. It's your golden key, <clears> essentially. <throat> let me show you going back to... <clears throat> I don't want to say I told you so, but I will. I told you so. 
It'll never happen here. <clears throat> we have been following everything that China's been doing for the last two months without fail. We quarantined our people. We shut down our economy. We banned travel. We put up roadblocks. We're now talking about the next phase of what China was doing. We've approved government apps for social tracking. We played President Trump's press conference on this show where he was like, well, you know, we're going to do so much. We're going to do it so much better than those other places. We're going to do it so much better than Singapore. I hear Singapore has got some social tracking. But, you know, uh, Apple and Google, they're working together. They're, it's going to happen so much better. Has it happened in Australia yet? Of course it has. Government app. We've played the clips on this show about the government app, uh, the government pushing out an app, social tracking, blah, 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 blah. People being arrested on the streets. So in many ways, like we're a little bit ahead of you. But there's always this thing that I have to deal with when I put point these things out, like, oh, it'll never happen here. That's what we make a game out of it. It'll never happen here. It's a game show now. But we, we were talking about this, right? They'll say that it's voluntary. Oh, it's voluntary. It's voluntary to have the app. You don't have to have the app. But if you want to go out, if you want to catch public transport, you have to have the app. Why? We need to keep people safe. If you want to go to work, you have to have the app. Why? Because we need to keep people safe. We've got to keep, it's all about the protection meme. Well, you don't have to have the app. But if you want to walk around, go to the store, go into the city centre, catch public transport and then go to work, you have to have the app, right? And <clears throat> President Trump said, oh, it's not even him. It's all of the leaders in the Western world have all been doing this same line. Oh, this was a Singapore idea. Singapore, Singapore, Singapore. It's bullshit. It started in China. This idea started in China, but the Western leaders pretend like it didn't. Because if you actually break it down and look what's happened over the last three months, we're copying exactly what China has done. And people want to pretend like we're not. Every aspect of the coronavirus lockdown and the increase in surveillance and the government response and the economic response is exactly what China has done for the last three months. In Australia, in the UK, in the United States. This is Bullshiz with a Diamond says, CNN headquarters in, in Atlanta is the target right now? Really? Really? If, if somebody's got a link of CNN getting looted. <laughs> I imagine the looters... <laughs> <laughs> China. Thank you for the diamond fascist tipping. I imagine the looters will go into the CNN headquarters and go, nah, there's nothing here. <laughs> there's nothing that we can take here. What's the point of being here? We'll keep going for a little bit. When we arrived here in Shanghai, and I don't think I fully realized it at the time, but that's what I was signing up for along with every single person who got off the train. You're going through a line where, of course, they monitor your temperature. You're met by folks in hazmat suits. Yep. They ask you for, if you're Chinese, your national ID card. Yep. If you're a foreigner like me, I handed over my U.S. passport. It's then linked to not only your passport number, but also your cell phone number so that then they can continue to track you. And, and I can show you how it's used if you are headed into, for example, a space like a hotel. As soon as you walk in, they've now set up tables that naturally have the temperature screening. They have the hand sanitizer. Yep. And then they ask to see your app. Uh, you open it up in real There are already businesses here. Oh, thank you. Breaking 911. Okay, cool. I'll grab that link. Thank you very much. Oh, whoa. Whoa. 
shit. Oh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see this, but the CNN building in Atlanta, Georgia, there's got to be, oh, I don't know, what would you place that? It looks like, I mean, we can't even see the whole crowd. Just in that image there, I would say 300 or thereabouts, and it could be a lot bigger. Holy shit. But see, you, you know what the fun part about this is, though? You know what the fucking best part about this is? Yesterday, it was a protest about uh, a black guy being killed by police, right? What's the story going to be tomorrow? <laughs> Donald Trump MAGA supporters attacked CNN in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> right wing, far right wing extremists attacked uh, CNN. And this is all Donald Trump's fault because he's been festering. He's been harboring this anti-press sentiment for so long. It's going to be, it, this is going to be, this is the, exactly what they wanted. Because they're going to say, this is all because of Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump talks about fake news. Because Donald Trump attacks the press. That's why all of these people are now attacking CNN. <laughs> you fucking know it would be. You know it would be. <laughs> and won't it be? And won't it be beautiful? Won't it be glorious? God, I can't wait. You know that those reports are going to come out in the next couple of days. I'll be back on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Monday night, 6 p.m. with the Daily Boogie. We are going to go. We're going to go through them. We're predicting it right here, right now. CNN will be playing reports that this is all Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> I can't wait. Please let it happen. All right, let's have another look here. Anderson Cooper is going to cry on TV later live. This is bullshit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A lot of white people in the audience. I guess it's a neo-Nazi rally. Holy shit. Okay, where did that link open? Uh, Amberlina sent this one through. Protesters uh, set a police car on fire in front of CNN. It's always Trump. Thank you for the diamond moniker, of course. But this, this specifically will be. Come on now. The CNN building and uh, the corner there right by the park. And, and so, the firefighters, we must say, the firefighters effectively did their work. I don't see their fire trucks any longer, but they, they got in there and got those um, car fires out very quickly. Yes, yeah. First responders. And we don't know how, did you, I thought at least one car. Did you think another car was on fire? Did it look like more than one? I don't want to guess. It was hard okay. to say. The sun hasn't yeah, even gone down big. yet. <clears throat> when it happened, it was a big fire. So I guess this answers our question, right? When we were talking about, is it going to, is shit going to pop off again tonight? I mean, it's not even dark yet. Um, These I things always escalate as soon as the sun goes down. Here has been damaged in some sort of way, but we know at least one. Was, <laughs> so, uh, so there's a couple of amusing thoughts for me. First of all, is going to be that CNN is now going to say that this attack is all because of Donald Trump, right? Because Donald Trump uh, is now leading a group of uh, far right extremist bigots who hate the press, right? <laughs> you, you know. 
So because of Donald Trump's rhetoric, that's why CNN was attacked. Okay, so that's number one. But number two, there's also going to be an amusing thing for me where a lot, a whole bunch of people over the last couple of days have been saying, fucking shoot the protest, shoot the rioters, drag them down, send in the army, fucking end this shit, take them down. But now that they attack CNN, those same people are going to be like, yeah, woo! <laughs> Trust me, you'll see that too. There's going to be people out there who will be who will be saying, "I don't condone rioting and looting in any way, shape, or form. I don't I don't condone this kind of civil disobedience." But thank God they attack CNN. <laughs> There's going to be assholes on both sides. You know it will happen. <laughs> people will be saying, "Well, the reason because they attacked CNN that proves that it's all Donald Trump." And then there's going to be other people who say, fucking fuck the rioters, fuck the looters, round them all up, shoot them, who gives a fuck? Oh, they attack CNN? Yeah, go team riot! Woo! Go team looting! <laughs> Cabarets, I'm that person you're talking about, Boogie. There you go! <laughs> At least you admit it, though. At least you admit it. But there will be people who are like, fuck the looters, fuck the rioters, shoot them, send in the army. As soon as they attack the CNN building, it's going to be like, well, let's just see how this works out. Let's see how this pans out. <laughs> you know it will happen. The constant sound of glass breaking. Uh, this is McCormick and Schmick's restaurant. Schmick's. Uh, as soon as the protesters started destroying the windows here. As you so can Atlanta is popping off now. Still. Uh, that's when the police really oh it's gonna be spots. a long night uh, it's gonna here, be a long night trucks from earlier have moved closer to Centennial Park and police are now in riot gear just about five minutes ago there was an officer there were two officers on top of those vehicles with uh, tear gas guns pointed at people they weren't fired but it was a warning and there was also a warning from an officer over a loudspeaker that it's now time to disperse that's of course something we heard new york city next no ago. i don't know if new york will go i would put chicago ahead of new york city um, there, are, there are staff members inside this restaurant trying to board up the restaurant but can't really do that because people keep coming with different projectiles and different weapons and break the windows that go inside some people steal some of the liquor inside uh, Gloom tubes going, is he? All right, let's, let's have a look. Uh, so this is a group that is uh, not really showing any signs of leaving anytime soon, although the police have escalated their response. And every time we hear uh, glass breaking, there's also some cheering. Um, I think police are addressing the crowd right now. They're telling them this is an unlawful demonstration. Of course, the crowd is booing. <laughs> This is an unlawful demonstration. You don't say, mate. Been told this is an Thank you for the news flash. So the police are, are really trying to shut this down. They gave them a lot of wiggle room, a whole lot, saying if you don't break any laws, you can stay out Where's here Philadelphia on your list, you Boogie, want. says Gypsy. I put, I put Philadelphia further down the pole because they had a riot only a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl, remember? So I thought, well, the people, the good people of Philadelphia, maybe they're a little bit rioted out at the moment. <laughs> right? They've, they've got that out of their system in the last couple of years when the Eagles won. So I'm like, okay, Philadelphia, nah, I'll put them a little bit lower down. But I can imagine um, Chicago, Portland in Oregon, um, New Orleans, I can see. I didn't pick Atlanta. I didn't think Atlanta would be the next one. But there you have it. CNN is saying it's white supremacists. Yes, yes, of course. Come on now. <laughs> yes, CNN. Of course it is. Come on, yes. 
Hey, Matt, so I want to ask you, uh, take the first question. Okay, okay. Yes. You are okay, like we so need to have a look at this CNN report. Let's let's pray. I pray that they use the white supremacist term. Come on now. Let's, t- <laughs> let's fucking do this. Come on now. I was waiting till Monday. Why wait till Monday? It could be happening right now. Let's have a look. Anderson, it's ugly out here. The situation has deteriorated fast. We understand that these demonstrators showed up at about three o'clock this afternoon, and it's just within the last thirty oh, minutes. He's joking. That have really you never know. For the worst. You see behind me our cameraman William Walker. If you could pan in there, they've just set a car on fire. Prior to that, they were breaking windows of an Atlanta police cruiser. You have armored vehicles, SWAT team. Will CNN mention that their own building is being targeted? That's what I want to know. Okay, looking, looking, looking. Windows of a police cruiser. All those cars had... Not yet. Not yet. ...and pants down. A fire truck has shown up here. There it is. There it is. Flames. Uh, Look at this. Look at this. Look at this imagery. This... Do you still doubt me? Look at this. All right. Who are the police protecting here? Again, in a in a breakdown situation, the police are not going to protect you, the citizen, from criminals. They're going to be guarding the governor's mansion. They're going to be guarding the bank. And look at them. The whole fucking, the whole state of riot cops are out there standing out the front protecting fucking CNN. They're not protecting your business. They're not protecting your little cafe. They're not protecting your restaurant. They're not protecting your house. They're not answering the phone when you call and say rioters are out the front. Oh my God, I'm scared. What am I going to do? Understand why the police exist. They exist to police you. They protect the government from you. Look at that. A hundred riot squad members are not protecting your business. They're not protecting your house. They're protecting goddamn CNN. That's why they're there. To protect the government from you. Not to protect you from things. They're there to police you. Nobody else... No... (laughs) Your house isn't going to be saved tonight if you're in this area. Your business is not going to be saved. But CNN will. The bank will. The governor's mansion will. They're going to be they're going to be all right. But you're fucked. Because when push comes to shove at the end of the day, they're not there to protect you. They're there to protect people from you. Those flames, uh, you know, you see empty water bottles, uh, projectiles that have been fired, littering across the streets of downtown Atlanta. Another fire truck has just shown up Nick, here. It, it, it's hard it, it to looks say as this, if, but it, things are, have seemed to calm down a little bit. Uh, another object just got thrown, Anderson. They're still throwing objects. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it looks as if sort of there is right now, I don't know if it's a standoff or just a stand down. It's, it's the police <laughs> and it's demonstrated. It doesn't look like there's interaction between uh, the the protesters and and the police at this point. It seems like people are kind of watching the, the car burning and obviously more police are moving in. That, that That's right. That's a very astute observation. You know, it doesn't seem to be any confrontation right now at this point in this second. Uh, you know, but, you know, you've been in situations like this around the world. You know, things can change very, very quickly. 
Uh, so we're going to be keeping an eye on it right now. But, you know, it, it is quite a sight to see here uh, in downtown Atlanta. Even the police officers here seem nervous. They're back, they're back in California again, yeah. too, by the way. To talk uh, Nick, I want to say it's happening again in California. Don't keep going. Oh, police. here we go. Here we go. Uh, trying to, obviously, they're trying to keep this protester away. The guy in the light mm. shirt. California, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. But he's uh, back in the face of an officer. And, and Dan, you always hope that cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, good luck. Because anytime you have a large group of protests over any issue, um, you have a mix. Most people just out there to make a statement and, and be heard and exercise their First Amendment you know, freedom of speech rights. Um, a lot of people, just regular citizens. And then you have a few that sometimes get mixed in there that um, oh my God. are more inclined to make trouble. and kind Listen, of listen to this. <laughs> they can't say what's happening. Oh, this is so perfect. The corporate press, ladies and gentlemen. This is the corporate press in a nutshell. Listen to this fucking entitled woman do her absolute best to walk on eggshells and fucking, like, drunkenly fall into a point. <laughs> Listen to this garbage. You know, most of them are really nice people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there's a few, there's a few who get mixed up with the wrong crap. It's like your mother talking to you saying, I don't want you hanging out with those boys. They're a bad influence on you. <laughs> this see, this is what this is what PC this is what PC produces. This is the end game of political correctness. Watching something happening in front of you and somebody telling you that what you're seeing with your own eyes is not true. It's not real. Because we can't say the words to describe what's happening. Therefore, what's happening doesn't fucking exist. Unfucking believable. Have a listen to this. It's arresting someone or uh, here's on some the left is that bullets. arrest, uh, Christian? We mentioned and that man throwing punches frantically at police and police wrestling him to the ground. And uh, moments later, Ooh. he was taken off Ooh. in handcuffs. Oh yeah, another. And now we've got another one. Look at the left-hand screen there. Seven riot police, batons wielded, smashing him. Ah, we got another one. Now there's another one. And um, this, the picture on the right side of your screen is live. And again, there's more uh, direct confrontation with police. Uh, police have been trying to maintain kind of a neutral zone of 10 or 15 feet as much as possible. But that has continually broken down. And now yep. you see... Uh, Looks like now, one protester. Now let's go to the white woman. Uh, white woman for her opinion. Pushing another back, maybe trying to talk them into, hey, be cool, stay mm -hmm. back. You know, don't tell us. Don't tell us what's really happening, Gloria. Don't keep going toward police. <laughs> uh, trying to obviously on trying to keep this protester Give me the away. Good the stuff. guy in the light mm. shirt, who yeah. will have none of it. He's uh, back in the face of an officer. And, and Dan, Here we you go. always Here we hope go. that cooler heads will prevail. Because anytime you have a large group of protests over any issue, Cheers. Um, you have a mix. Most people just out there to make a statement and, and be heard and exercise their... They're making a statement. <laughs> First Amendment, yeah. you know, freedom of speech rights. Yeah, um, but... A lot of people just regular citizens. And then you have a few. A lot of people just regular citizens, just regular normal people. That sometimes just a few get mixed in there that um, <laughs> are more inclined to make trouble and make trouble. 
<laughs> Why you gotta be such a troublemaker? How come you always have to be uh, making a trouble? You know, we won't be your friend. Why, why are you such a troublemaker? You don't have to be a, such a troublemaker. And kind of distract and detract, if you will, from the main message that the peaceful protesters are trying to make. Um, so we hope that uh, it is the peaceful protesters who will prevail here with their oh, message yeah. of solidarity for Floyd yep. George. Yeah. Yep. Because as we all know, <clears throat> the people who wave love hearts and signs and say, love, not hate, and all of that usual stuff, uh, in a riot society breakdown situation, they're always the ones who win the day in the end, aren't they? <laughs> they always come out on top. They're, they're always victorious. The people who wave love hearts around and banners and, yeah, love, not hate, they, they always win. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. They're always, they're always the guys who finish up on top. Love, not hate, etc., etc. Hate will not divide us. <laughs> your 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 guns are no match for my good my good feelings. Your guns are no match for my protest banners. <clears throat> and just the bullets will just deflect. They will deflect around this barrier of love. The peaceful people change the world, right? Of course, Lou Ferrigno, of course. But I think that's a good place. We've gone way over time tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good place, I think, to wrap it up for the week. Congratulations to SoCal Chris, who won the Daily Boogie butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a long night watching all these streams, so I'm sure you want to get to it. Uh, shit's about to pop, I think. Washington, D.C. is going bad fast. See, there's cities all over now. Grab your popcorn. And, uh, you know, if you're in one of these areas, I guess, you know, do your best to be safe. But just remember... Um, when your when your shop window is being kicked in, when your fucking front door is being bashed down, just remember that the cops aren't going to be protecting your house. They're going to be standing out the front of fucking CNN protecting their ass. As long as you know that, then you're better placed, I think, to manage it. You're better placed to know what you're dealing with. Just remember, they're not going to be protecting you. They'll be protecting the governor's mansion. They'll be protecting the banks. They'll be protecting fucking CNN. Nobody's going to come and help you. If you know that, <clears throat> you know, knowing knowing that is half the battle. So do your best and good luck. <laughs> so that wraps it up for the Daily Boogie this week. Take it in the ass week. And what a way to finish it, by the way. Uh, do follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at Why Censored, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, UK Neil, uh, winning TV tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Uh, later tonight at 10 p.m., you've got Mersh Nightwave Radio. I'm sure he'll be covering most of this. Uh, after that, Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, at midnight with Higher Learning with the great Adonis Paul showing up on Saturday, Winning TV, as I mentioned. Sunday, Major Tom at midday, Sunday night shit show. And then on Monday, we're back doing it all over again for another Monday at 6pm where I look forward to watching all the CNN videos talking about how the white supremacists and the nationalists and the Donald Trump MAGA hat wearing supporters attack CNN unprovoked in Atlanta, Georgia, because you know that somebody is going to try to do that. So just when it happens, act surprised. Congratulations to SoCal Chris for taking the Daily Boogie one of a kind, genuine, authentic, made in America glass butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be getting to your hot little back pocket any day now. Uh, I'll get him in touch with Eva Lee and we'll sort all that shit out. Thank you everyone who contributed on DLive tonight. Uh, have a great weekend. 
If you're not, if you want to be a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your hot little back passage, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. I've just opened the chest now. Until Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 p.m., stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.